0: Rise and shine. Google, it's go time on a Wednesday morning. Hump day, stump day right here. Get smart, John. will get his weekly reminder. You can play along free of charge in the car, by the way. No charge on that. We, we remain. No matter how much you like us, we remain. Or don't. The most economical option for your entertainment dollar.
1: Because we're free.
0: Um... We made a point yesterday. We went through our morning reveals. How different it feels as a fan base and as a media covering it when you draft at the bottom of the first round versus the top. The offseason becomes kind of boring when you're good. I mean, when you got the third pick or the second pick or the first pick and you need a quarterback and you're worrying what this team's going to do or where that one's going to go or where this position is weak or where that one's strong, when you're sitting there at 24, as the Jaguars are, you just, for one, there are so many more options, it's harder to narrow in and then thus debate. You know, when you pick third in the draft, you're debating specific players. When you draft 24th in the draft, you're debating different positions. Is that fair? Right, you know, when you pick number one last year, okay, is it Trayvon Walker? Is it Aiden Hutchinson? Do they go in another direction? When when you pick twenty four, will it be a tight end? Will it be a corner? Will it be an edge rusher? It's not a specific guy, and maybe it'll uh, narrow a little bit as you get there. But I was thinking this: our boredom is is misspent. Certainly. You look at the mistakes you make at the top of the draft as just the ones that crush your franchise, right? You miss on the number one pick, the three pick, the five pick, the seven pick. You miss on the right, wrong quarterback. It It is what you attach to whatever misery continues for your football team. You got to hit those top picks is what we say. Could I argue you that the mistake you make in the first round at the bottom could be as bad or worse? Could I make an argument of all the bad plays the Jaguars have made? It was picking 29th in the 2018 draft that was the worst of the worst. Work with me. You drafted Taven Bryan, number 29 overall. Three picks later, the dude who won the MVP two years later was drafted. So we may be bored. There may not be specific targets that you have in mind, but it's doggone sure important. Let me tell you another failure at the bottom of the first round that seemed to register as loudly as any misses at the top of the first round. And we got to go on the way back machine uh, for this one. Probably not... Fair to say that this was the, you know, uh, exact turning point for the Jaguars. But understand that from 1996 to 1999, the Jaguars were one of the best teams in football. And they remained with those expectations as they headed into 2000. And I don't know if this pick was so wrong just because of... You know, not so much as because of who they could have had, but just what a terribly rotten influence bringing this guy in uh, in ended up being. A, it, there was a tone of entitlement and high maintenance that Tom Coughlin and the Jaguars had not had to put up with until R.J. Soward showed up, a person so unreliable, they literally would send a car to pick him up to make sure he got to practice. R.J. Soward, a man who ran so contrary to the chemistry of the locker room that the veterans at one point picked him up from his hangover nap and dumped him in an ice tub. So, yeah, a Pro Bowl linebacker, a very good one for a lot of years, went the very next pick, Keith Bullock, to the Tennessee Titans, but taking R.J. Sauer, number 29 overall in in two thousand proved to be a lot more painful than you knew it would be at the time. So there's just an example of while maybe we're not honed in with the specifics that we have at the top of the draft, if you miss down at the bottom, it can be just as painful. It can set you back just as much. In fact, ironically, even though we have blown a ton of picks inside the top five, top ten, and maybe it just helped continue the malaise that, that we were stuck in, I could argue that the two draft—the two first-round draft picks that whipped us around in the wrong direction, each for a different reason, were draft picks that came after playoff years more near the bottom of the first round. In 2000, thinking that they had an abundance of riches and could play— I could use a play in the draft on a on a, on a fun piece. They went and got R.J. Soward. They were then went into hibernation for 20-something years. Now, it's not all R.J. Soward's fault. But it feels like it was a part of it. And then you go to the 2018 draft when the Jaguars, seemingly in good shape with uh, Blake Bortles, passed on Lamar Jackson who went three picks later in the first round. The value that's there at that point, to think that they sat around inside a film room and said, yeah, Taven Bryan, who, by the way, we had the same fears about Taven Bryan coming to the Jags in the first round that we had about Trayvon Walker coming number one overall. Dude did not make plays in college. Had games, you know, had a game here or there. Did not have sacks. Now, when you, when you do it at 29, it doesn't overwhelm you when the stats don't show up at the next level. So, it's important what the Jaguars do here at 24. It's important that they bring in the right kind of player, see R.J. Soward, and it's important they make the right pick regardless of position, see Taven Bryan over Lamar Jackson. Oh, by the way, could have got Nick Chubb that draft, bottom of the first, would have also made a lot of sense, even though they had, I guess, uh, Fournette. Could have got Shaq Leonard. He, he went in the second round of the Colts. He's been an all-pro uh, player. There are a ton of guys you should have taken in instead of of Tabor. Now, look, the other side of the argument is, oh, we got Lamar Jackson. We wouldn't have uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that's fine. Lamar Jackson has won an MVP. Lamar Jackson was the play there, and this franchise perhaps would not have fallen to where it's gone. But things are looking up now, and it will start with the 24th pick. You know, same thing kind of goes for the mock drafts when you start to look at them. How much can you actually glean that is realistic? Because nobody knows, especially right now, nobody knows. The courting of Derek Carr has begun. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. He seems to be the one that's catching the most interest of Jimmy Garoppolo and some other names that are out there. There's a lot of respect out there for Derek Carr. We are learning that. Why didn't it work with Oakland and then Las Vegas? That's the question I would have. And I would also have it from this standpoint: the Raiders haven't been like three and thirteen bad. They've had a season here or there. You know, Derek Carr. It's almost more concerning when your quarterback can get you to seven and nine, but it can't get you to ten and six. Right when you're good enough to be in games and you know to be around five hundred, but you you know that quarterback should be the X factor for rosters like that. The, the, the quarterback should. Be the reason why instead of eight and eight, you're eleven and five, or instead of seven and nine, you're nine and seven. And in the playoff uh, picture, the Jets are the first to go um, seriously kicking the tires as they uh, have reached out to Derek Carr. Meanwhile, the Carr camp says it's going to be a deliberate process; they're not going to rush into anything. I was looking at the mock drafts. Man, there's a guy coming out of Georgia that sure looks an awful lot like the guy who came out of Georgia last year, number one overall. This Jalen Carter cat just does not have stats at, at with the dogs. He doesn't. Fifteen and a half tackles for loss the last two years combined. Well, okay. I mean, that's not exactly wreaking havoc across the college football landscape. And, and if you go to, I, you know, I want to say Carter, you know, like last year, I think like like Walker, I think he had like three and a half sacks all year. That's the number one pick in the draft, man. I, and, and, and he's, he's kind of held that spot. I mean, I, I'm not saying he's not a great player. And, I, you know, I, I'd like to think I'm not so cut off from reality that we can just believe this propaganda that comes from teams that tell you sacks don't matter. I, I just, I am I'm, I'm so, I mean, man, that's a hard sell to me. I got a GM going to tell me stats are an overrated stat? My ass they are. What in the world? What? Stats are an overrated stat? So I guess that, I mean, sac, so I guess that means sacks, uh, sack artists, overrated players. Am I not wrong? If stats are an overrated, uh, if sacks are an overrated stat, then why do we respect Reggie White? Well, just get an overrated stat every now and then. That is, of all the things that I've heard this offseason, and everything is, 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 is rosy here, man. I'm not trying to throw, you know, a black cloud on a, you know on top of a rainbow. But when Trent Balky sat up there at the year-ender and told me sacks are overrated, that just didn't sit right with me, man. That's the only misstep I think, even perception-wise, this offseason is when the GM said the number one pick not having sacks is no big deal, basically, because sacks are overrated. My ass they are. They are not. They are underrated. When the other team goes back to pass and you cost them down in distance, there's nothing overrated about it. It's fantastically underrated. Sacks are the bomb. Not taking on two tat blockers. Not filling space. Not grabbing one interception in, in coverage. Baloney sausage, man sacks are the bleep that's what they are and if you i'm for me my money if you're taking a guy number one overall who's gonna play the defensive line he damn well better be getting a lot of those quote overrated stats and trent balky is is you know played way below his handicap compared to what the the fan base thought of him the insinuations and you know, and everything else. And, and look, you still got to let these classes play out. But this build of where we are, he's had a lot to do with. So I, I'm, you know, I'm not on some balky bashing, but I, that was the one whopper of a lie that was told that I, there was no pushback, you know, to. And look, I, I know you got to say whatever you can. Let's at least be honest. Yeah, we need him to get to the quarterback. We are going to really work on that this offseason. What's wrong with putting a little pressure on a guy who makes, you know, millions and millions of dollars? We got to tiptoe around these athlete sensibilities. We saw the Alabama head coach do that yesterday, and it was ridiculously a bad look, and he had to come back and issue an apology. I mean, why do you just tiptoe around these guys' feelings? Are they that insecure, E.T.? Is Trayvon Walker not a big enough boy for his GM to say, we need more out of that guy? Or any player. Or Josh Allen, he's a great player. I need 10 sacks out of my end, just saying as Josh goes into his contract year. Why are these things not said? And you could almost argue it almost fractures the player-fan base relationship a little bit because we'll say it. Twitter will say it. So, you know, they've gotten off track here, but there are some similarities between Jalen Carter and Trayvon Walker. For me and my money, I never want to take a guy number one overall who's going to give me five sacks as the ceiling over the course of his career. And maybe that's not the ceiling. It's not a beatdown of, of Trayvon Walker. That's not what this is. So get, you know, if you're going to come at that, we need developing. You guys are babies, man. You guys are babies. Real world evaluation. The number one pick didn't give us number one numbers at all. Started every game on a team that made the playoffs. Can be a very important piece, but not if he's going to get four or five sacks. He can't. Hell no. Ronaldo Win will do that. He also plays hard with a good motor. <clears throat> where do this, uh, this particular mock draft? This is the latest hot off the presses. This one, by the way, is from our friends, uh, The sweatshop. They've now put 14-year-old Garrett Paddell on the mock draft circuit. We're at, talking, of course, about CBS Sports who gather up all of their newbies sometime in mid-December and they send them off to some South Pacific jungle. They build these huge warehouses with dust floors and those big, slow-moving industrial fans spinning on top. They give them all a computer and they just... They just roll out the mock drafts one after the other. It's the mock draft sweatshop. Garrett Podell I'm looking at here. I, I may have shirts older than Garrett. Let's see what old Gayro has us going down here at the bottom of the first round. Where did you like to see him go there? Doesn't matter, right? Best yeah, player.
1: Yeah, Don't
0: give me Taven Bryant if... If if Lamar Jackson is there. Exactly. And don't bring me in some, you know, miscreant like R.J. Soward, who's going to turn over our entire chemistry. As for the CBS sweatshop, they have, uh, we've seen this name a few times, Dalton Kincaid, the tight end. Man, it almost seems as well, uh, according to the national narrative, yesterday was the first day you could start using the franchise tag and that you got like, you know, three weeks to, to apply those tags and when it comes to that attention almost all of it's going to be on Lamar uh, on Lamar Jackson but there seems to be a real notion that Evan Ingram will get tagged I'd like to see him work a deal out get, get, get Evan Ingram three years 36 million and let's let's keep him in the fold and not go through this you know reevaluation each and every offseason. now it was a one-year contract year and Evan Ingram bet on himself and he played hard he Evan Ingram's young too isn't he and he' only like 26 or seven, even? I want to say Evan Ingram's a little bit younger than you, I think he is. But if if Doug Peterson and Trent Balky on Draft day see that big prototypical tight end that can play both spots, a guy like a Dalton Kincaid out of Utah, then it would not be terrible.
1: Evan Ingram's 28.:
0: Yeah, 28. Not quite 26, 27, but still not a, uh, he should be in his prime. By the way, right after Dalton Kincaid goes Darnell, Washington. Which is odd because CBS Sports, you know, draft analysis has Dalton Kincaid as the seventh best tight end. He goes to Jacksonville 24. The Giants 25 go Darnell Washington, who they have rated as the number one tight end. Washington is kind of the offensive version of these Georgia defensive stars. And I don't know if there's just so much talent at Georgia that they it's spread out so much that nobody, you know, leaps to the top of the stat sheets. But... You know, the reality with Darnell Washington is when you talk tight ends at Georgia, you're not talking Darnell Washington. You're talking Brett Bowers. So again, are these first round numbers? And I get it. The dude is a monster, six seven two seventy. 270. But 28 catches for two touchdowns? 28. They played 14 games, maybe 15 games. I mean, the guy had less than two catches a game. I that's a first-round prospect? All right, Georgia fans, settle down. Don't come at me. You won back-to-back national championships. There's a difference between the, the college football and, and the NFL level, and it's just the, these Georgia players get a lot of recognition for what their ceilings hopefully could be because they are going ahead of where their play to this point uh, has put them. So I don't know. I digress a little bit. All right, I mentioned Nate Oates at Alabama. You know, they had an incident at Alabama with Darius. You know, Darius Miles, the kid who shot the girl or was in the car and they shot an ex-girlfriend and he's probably going to go to prison forever. That's Darius Miles' son. The one that played with LeBron. But anyway, uh, Alabama has a terrific player. Maybe the best freshman in the country. His name is Brandon Miller. His name got drawn into that whole sordid affair. Uh, His coach and program apparently knew about it for a while. What you think of that is one thing, but what he said literally required him to circle back five hours later and explain himself. I'll tell you what that was uh, when we come back on the other side. March Madness has never been madder. The team who played for the national title last year can't get out of their own way. Meanwhile, other teams look like they were national contenders looking more and more like pretenders. Quickly reset the college basketball scene. uh, Point to a big game tonight in Gainesville. Anytime Kentucky comes to town, that's always the marquee game on the schedule every year. But um, troubles at at Bama. uh, Troubles in bracketology for some blue bloods. And, you know, on the NBA side... My favorite team, the Atlanta Hawks, made a big move yesterday. It will come with a heartfelt disclaimer from yours truly when we continue as well. We got to get smart, John, today, uh, among other fun and frivolity on our Wednesday show. It's a Beatros Plumbing Wednesday, like family. They're there for all your plumbing emergencies. Go to beatroseplumbing.com. <laughs> Well, his nickname has become Ice Trey. It might be better. Put him on ice, Trey. He's a coach killer, buddy. Coach killers typically win something there. Just a little heads up to number 11 in Atlanta, who is is happy to give you 30 points and 10 assists and throw in 10 turnovers to boot. I, I don't know if coaching change is going to be the... Magic elixir for the Atlanta Hawks. They should have blown it up. Trey Young, you need to extract value for that guy while he has some. He should have been traded along with John Collins and somebody else that could have got something back of some value and try and retool with some different guys because this is a disaster in Atlanta. They're a disaster, E.T. There is so much. It is a more talented team than went to the Eastern Conference Finals a couple years back when they had that amazing run.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're
0: more talented now. The rest of the conference is less talented, yet they're in much worse shape. So, as is the custom in the NBA, let's blame the coach. Nate McMillan fired yesterday. Uh, You know, maybe it was matchup friendly and the run was sort of deceptive, but it was only 2021, two years ago, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. They have a talented roster. Last year, they uh, traded for DeJounte Murray. Certainly one of the most disappointing teams in the league now for two years in a row. Um, You know, you can be a coach apologist and say McMillan is a scapegoat. Uh, He's not. He needs to be better. But uh, the bigger picture that can't be lost is that Trey Young's hands are all over this. But look, Trey Young's a nice player. We need to find a relationship here with a coach and a player that can get the most out of him, I guess. It's hard. Little men do not win titles in the NBA. So a little man with an ego thinks he can be hurts you in the long run. In the long run, you do not need Trey Young putting up thirty four foot three pointers. If you have to have one, the ability is great. Can do better than that. Can do better than everyone, oh, he shot the logo. That's awesome. Give me his percentage from the logo. Twenty two percent. I you they've got a good roster. I mean, they should have a top 10 offense at a bare minimum with Trey Young and Murray and Bogdanovich and, and DeAndre Hunter. They got Capella and O'Connor inside. They have a really, really good team. Yeah, they're a game under five hundred, And so, um, Lloyd—sorry, uh, uh, Nate McMillan is gone. Look, he should be. I'm ready for a—it's not as obvious as when they let go of Lloyd Pierce. Now, look, in 2021, when they went to the to the East Finals— they fired their coach in the middle of the year. They fired Lloyd Pierce. Because, hey, you're not getting enough. And McMillan came in, pushed the right buttons. They went on a run, and they were uh, terrific. But he could not get on board. Could got his team on board. They, were try- they tried to build the, the Hawks. They- the Hawks brought in the Golden State Warriors G- uh, assistant GM, made him the GM, tried to build them like the Warriors. Trey Young and Kevin Herter were supposed to be Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Not so much. It's a good team. They should be playing way better than 500 basketball. But make no mistakes. The reason they're not is more Trey Young than Nate McMillan. Trey Young is why the Hawks are underachieving. And this is with great stats. How else do you explain a guy with 28 points and 10 assists not making the All-Star game? This ain't just my view.
1: That's beyond me.
0: The league knows. The league knows what Trey Young is. He's a stat machine. He is not a leader. When your team is flying coach and you're flying private, separate on road trips, you're a problem. And that's been the report. The report is he's got a helicopter dad. Grow the bleep up. You're a grown-A man playing NBA basketball. Dad should never have a conversation. This isn't Little League. Dad shouldn't talk with a coach about Tay-Tay's playing time uh they annoy me. I get a little more pad. Page- I get a little more emotional about these stupid Atlanta Hawks than I should, quite frankly, but boy oh boy, bad man. And, uh, and uh, what are you going to do? You're not going to cut Trey Young, fire the roster, you can try and get a coach, you can push the right buttons. It's there's nothing more maddening than being an underachieving team. It's it it feels terrible to follow a terrible team, but they are what they are. You know it. They're not supposed to win, they don't. When you have a good team and they don't win, when consistently that's it's it 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 makes you mad you get mad you get mad at underachieving teams you get you know sad about your losing squads but trey young needs to make some changes too at some point trey you got to look in the mirror this is coach number two it's time for you to decide you know what maybe averaging 18 points and 14 assists and shooting it 11 times a game would be better for this team than shooting it 25 times a game and averaging 28 and 9. Maybe, just maybe, Trey. I don't know. Or you can keep shivering and shimmying and posing for ESPN's top 10 while your basketball team remains under 500 and is a one-and-done in the playoffs again this year. Go ahead and mark my words on that one. Probably spent a little too much time on Atlanta Hawks basketball.
1: Uh, you feel me in there, ET? Yeah, man. Yeah. They they called me about that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they called? Somebody did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man.
0: You're talking to me about wasting time and you're picking up a phone to call a producer about a segment that's going to a topic that's going to last less than a minute. For all the time we spent there, I just gave about a buck 20 on a coaching change in the NBA involving a team with a superstar.
1: Shoot us. <laughs> I ain't let his he, he didn't finish his sentence so yeah I mean he, come he, on he man. got that clear yeah
0: whatever um all right college basketball we got a, a couple of issues percolating uh Florida's 14 and 13 they host Kentucky tonight quite frankly this is more important for Kentucky they, they can't afford to lose to a team like Florida if they are going to remain on the right side of the bubble and they're just barely there but if you haven't checked out Bracketology lately one of the first four teams out North Carolina. North Carolina played for the title last year against Kansas. They are 0-9 in Quadrant 1 wins. And Quadrant 1 just basically means the good teams. (laughs) 0-9, man. Uh, I am starting, though, to define the, the biggest, the single biggest pretender in college basketball, though I have now identified. And it's just so much mounting evidence that we can't say Uh, anything more they are way overrated at number 11 it's amazing they ever got to number one Tennessee stinks and Texas A&M by the way who beat Tennessee last night 13 and 2 in the SEC they're the one close to Alabama I mean you want to talk about not looking the part Florida and Texas A&M have played a couple of games down to buzzer beater shots and Texas A&M does not look like a 13 and 2 team in the league but Tennessee doesn't look like a 9-6 and team. They should be better. They keep losing to any and every one they play, especially on the road. Wow, well, this, this, this thing has gone off the cliff for Tennessee basketball. Big story in the SEC yesterday, though, was, was Alabama. As word comes out that the freshman of the year, or the guy who will be the freshman of the year, Alabama's best player, is a freshman, he's awesome, he's really good. His name is Brandon Miller. And somehow bringing the handgun to the teammate who then used it to kill a woman last month doesn't draw you any scrutiny, which I don't understand. Tuscaloosa detective Brandon Culpepper testified yesterday that Brandon Miller brought Darius Miles' gun to him on the night of the fatal shooting of a 23-year-old after Miles texted him and asked him to do it. Amazingly, there's no charge for that. But there should be some pushback. There should be a life lesson here. I don't know. Maybe a game or two suspension? I don't know. Maybe it's a a teach. Maybe some people have to be taught. Maybe they've not. Maybe Brandon Miller hasn't had anyone in his life who has told him or taught him, hey, if you have a friend who wants a gun to kill someone, don't take it to him. But according to, to the charges there, meanwhile, Darius Miles and another cat with him, Michael Lynn Davis, face capital murder charges for shooting that poor young lady. Yet Brandon Miller, on his volition, went to the crib, found and got the gun, got in his car, drove it to them and gave it to him. That's okay, though? You didn't do anything wrong in that case? According to Nate Oates, he didn't. Nate Oates did a terrible job of describing the situation yesterday when he said, wrong place, wrong time. We knew about this, Oates said. Can't control everything anybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is any ty- is he in any type of trouble in this case. Wrong spot at the wrong time. That's the lesson Brandon Miller gets out of this? Eh, no big deal. What if they... What if he asked you to bring a bazooka? What if he asked you to hold their arms? Did you do anything then? Okay, so Nate Oates for saying something so incredibly tone deaf and stupid, especially with what happened at Michigan State last week. I mean, it's a hot button issue to say wrong spot at wrong time when the reason he was in the wrong spot at the wrong time is because he took the time to go to that spot is a little bit dismissive. Oates later sought to clarify after the criticism rained down, you know, with good measure. In a statement released, he acknowledged his comments, quote, came across poorly. We were informed by law enforcement of other student athletes being in the vicinity, and law enforcement has repeatedly told us that no other student athletes were suspects. They were witnesses only. Our understanding is that they have all been truthful and cooperative. In no way did I intend to downplay the seriousness of the situation or the tragedy of that night. My prayers continue to go out to Jamea Harris's family. And again, here we go with these timid little coaches, these timid little administrators, afraid to step on athletes' feelings and egos. At some point, man, in life, you got to keep it real. It's just something you don't want to hear. Yeah, we're disgusted with what Brandon did. We would like to think here at Alabama our players wouldn't be carrying the murder weapon off. So we're going to have a sit-down with Brandon. He ain't going to play for a while. How, why is that so wrong? Trent Balky, season ender. We got a lot of faith and hope in, in Trayvon Walker. We think he's going to be a really good player, but we got to get more out. We need sacks. Sacks are important. All right, we'll come back on the other side with a, uh, a football. Meanwhile, the, the guns continue to just be a pervasive problem. And it just, in, in the generationally, there's just too many cats walking around with guns, man. Willing to use them. LSU's top wide receiver was arrested on a, a, a gun charge earlier this week. Malik Neighbors on Bourbon Street on Monday. Now, again, at some point, we got to get to a point with the society we are raising that you do not need to have a gun on Bourbon Street. Tell me what good's going to happen if you're 18, 19 years old and you take a gun with you to Bourbon Street. Tell me why. Tell me what possible good is going to come out of having a gun on Bourbon Street as a teenager. I can't think of a reason. Court documents show Malik Neighbors was released and not required to post bail. On a misdemeanor charge of illegally carrying a weapon. A sophomore last year had 72 catches, 1,000 yards. He could be the next great uh, LSU receiver. They've had a bunch. Arrested in the French Quarter at Bourbon Street and Conti Street around 7.30 on Monday night when police spotted an L-shaped object on him who said he did not have a permit when asked by police. Got a football fix. NFL news, they are calling it a first ballot hall of fame pitch. Which quarterback is getting it from which team? I'll fill in the blanks when we return. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday on the drill. All right, we're back. I don't want to start a gun conversation. I'm not anti-gun. I'm I'm pro responsibility. You know, I'm uh, this isn't some assault on your gun rights. I don't, but just like if you're, if you're like super pro gun and that's the side you're on, can I tell you, can I give you a hint on something from an objective neutral standpoint? Can I give you just a little bit of a, of a, of a hint? Can I give you an argument that's become super, super duper lazy? Like this comeback, this is a popular comeback real quick. Whenever there's a gun thing and, and somebody who really is passionate about gun and gun ownership as they're. Constitution tells them they're allowed to be. They get overprotective. And when you say this, it's just lazy and dumb. Guns are an inanimate object. It's a people problem, not a gun problem. I mean, if that's going to be your attitude, nothing will ever change. Okay, so you're right. And then guns are gone. But it's okay for killing to, you know. You know what else is an inanimate object? Fentanyl. That's an inanimate object. You know what else is an inanimate object? A seatbelt. That's an inanimate object. Make you wear one of those, don't they? I mean, there's, there's there's thousands of examples. I'm not saying you're wrong. And to you and your mindset, it's probably perfectly applicable. You, you know, many gun owners have never shot their gun, they never will. But to say that, oh, it's just to dismiss it down to some elementary, well, you know, guns don't kill people, people. Kill yeah, there, well, there's some truth there, certainly. But you know I, I would there are certain situations and you have to know what they are where yeah yeah you know it, it, drugs don't kill people people kill people when they take them i mean you could use that argument for anything really i'm just saying if that if you're pro that stance that's a lazy argument it's it's not registering with anyone it's 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 just not and i'm like i said i am you can't be more in the middle on the whole gun thing but there is definitely i don't understand why it's just okay we accept People getting shot with nothing being done about it. Whether it comes from education, whether it comes from punishment, I don't know what the answers are. But speaking in platitudes, when when people are dying, when families are being affected, it's kind of obnoxious. When there's a young girl laying dead or there's nine people shot and your first comeback is guns don't kill people, people kill people. It's insensitive at the very best, I would think. Anyway, it's Beatro's Plumbing Wednesday. Betro's name has been Quality Plumbing in Jacksonville for more than 50 years. I heard Stevie Bichro's uh, spot that plays here, right, His advertisement. And it's, it's cool because it's, it's accurate. But, you know, he says it was, he comes from a, a plumbing family, right? Been around for 50 years. And he remembers riding around with his dad, and they would drive past the building. His dad would say, that's my building. I'm like, oh, wow, we must be rich. We own all these buildings. But, no, as a plumber, that's his building because they did that building, the plumbing. I mean, there's that kind of pride that goes along with it. And it doesn't have to be the biggest building in Jacksonville. It could be ho- your home on the west side or Southside, or beaches, anywhere else. It's Petros Plumbing. Uh, more than 50 years for all your plumbing services. They'll treat you like family. Fire the band. We got a football fix, uh, ET. Let's go around some of the news from the National Football League. Uh, calling it, uh, some have called it a first ballot Hall of Fame push with the Jets and Derek Carr. Carr has already visited the Jets. He did it last weekend. He spent multiple days With the Saints earlier this month, still a free agent as of this morning after being released by the Raiders. Um, His older brother, David Carr, who seems to speak for him an awful lot, said about the trip to the Jets. He had a great trip. Honestly, it's going to be a long process, though. He really only has the Saints, the Raiders, and the Jets to kind of compare those three places. wants to do his due diligence. Panthers have been linked to Carr, but a league source now says Carolina does not plan to heavily pursue him. I guess if you're Frank Wright, you're like, yeah, taking somebody else's old veteran, that didn't work so well for me in Indy. Right? With Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Derek Carr, now we need to get our own guy. Apparently, um, Carr, quote, hit it off with Jets head coach Robert Sala. Carr would be a good... Jets kind of want to move quick, quicker rather than slower. So I, you know, I don't know what that uh, means compared to what what the cars themselves or what his brother says will be his quote due uh, diligence surgery for Brock Purdy's had to be delayed. Look, every moment delayed is a moment lost when you look later into this calendar year when we all get back to business on football. But Purdy, who tore that UCL, it's basically a Tommy John injury, more popular among baseball pitchers, has been waiting for the swelling in his right elbow to go down so he can have that torn UCL uh, repaired. So, again, has not been able to even have the surgery yet out there in California. Of course, the thought is that Trey Lance will take over, but there should be a competition if he is healthy. The new Ravens offensive coordinator is Todd Munkin. He spent time here in Jacksonville. Most recently was the offensive coordinator for the Georgia Bulldogs. He's not worried if Lamar holds out. I liked he he kept it real yesterday. Look, man, it's football. We can make up a lot of things. These guys know what they're doing. We know what they're doing. And Lamar's a great player. I think he's underrated as a passer. And it doesn't look like there's going to be any misfit with Greg Roman gone. And Todd in is the offensive coordinator uh, for the the Ravens. Uh, Jim Caldwell, assistant, senior assistant with Carolina. One of the faces of the NFL, and when it comes to blackhead coaching hires over the past couple of decades, says he will not pursue another head coaching job. He's coached in both Indianapolis and Detroit, and then <clears throat> has been considered by others along the way, but uh, not going to continue going down that path as he continues his NFL and will finish his NFL coach, uh, career coaching wise, at least according to him as an assistant. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by me. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM on a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. Hicken arrival and a more come your way next. Get smart. John in the 7 o'clock hour. Also uh, in our sights as we get you up and going here on a hump day. Back with more next on 1010XL 92.5 FM.
2: Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio.
3: Oh oh give me the beat boys and free my soul i want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away you know it beat boys and free yes hey i lost in your rock and
1: roll and drift away woo hey what day is it is him into you is him Oh. Spinning, <laughs> spinning out, my man.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness. Good to be here on a Wednesday. Hello, Jeffrey. Hello, sir. Oh gosh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: good. That made me chuckle. You know, I, I point. we talked a lot yesterday. Uh, we'll turn it over to Dan time, but it's you. on my head because I'll forget. We talked mm-hmm. yesterday how boring it is when you pick late. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a real error. Let me tell you two of the most franchise-changing worst <laughs> picks in Jack's history: Taven Bryan and R.J. Soward. Yeah, one destroyed the chemistry of the locker room. It, it brought entitlement into the Tom Coughlin regime. Yeah, when you got to send a limo to pick your kid up for practice, that's not the message you'd been laying down for five years. Yeah. And Taven Bryan, you took over an MVP that came three picks later that you needed at the time. So it may be boring, but it's important. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It is important. I just—it's not I know, like yeah, because you can't. You know why it is. Yeah. You taught you when you're at the top, you're debating specific players. Yeah. When you're down there, you're debating specific positions. You don't even know who, who your guy might be. I was watching the end of a college basketball game last night.
3: It was uh, Texas A&M and Tennessee.
0: Tennessee's terrible, and
3: I'll give Charlton K. Ganey credit on this one because he's been. Harping on guard
0: play stinks. Yeah. Guard play And that Ziegler kid is just, he's so tiny. He had a good start to the yeah. year. And sometimes you get empowered. Like, yeah. I'll give Golden credit. Bonham had a start like that. Yeah. And then he realized, yeah, not so yeah. much. But anyway, they, they just had a
3: string of, like, close calls that they had to keep reviewing and reviewing, uh, Jeff. And it just kills the game. I'm becoming more and more anti- I mean, for years I sat there and harped on. We can fix it. We can look at it. Why did I get it wrong? Let's get it right. I don't understand it just why basketball. Takes they... So, long. and they even had a moment where one of the Tennessee kids convinced them go look at something. You can't do that. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, I'll two... decide what we're going to look well, at. You know, I don't understand you know, in college in basketball. You should get X amount of challenges and move
0: on. Yeah, and I will say this, and you know, you're looking at a at a ref hater. You know, I'm yeah, I'm, a, I'm the he man ref haters club know. president. But I will say this. I don't understand why players can miss shots and turn it over, and coaches can draw it up wrong, but a ref can't make a mistake. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem fair in the whole process, right? How about you accept the refs missing them along the way without review, and we won't review the poor form on your free throw that you just bricked? Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what—I, you know what? Uh, give Texas
3: A&M credit, man. They're scrappy. They Thirteen and all, two in the. I league. know. Give Scratch. them credit. Hey, they,
0: they deserve. I mean, they are not that good. It's hard for Flor It's hard for Florida fan because the Gators <laughs> took them down to the final bucket both times. But lost twice, and they but, and they played them close for years. I mean, Texas a and Florida always played yeah. out of the end. No, I mean, I give them a ton of credit, man. They
3: Buzz has done a great job there. He's a sweaty son of a gun, and he still gets too dressed. He's done good everywhere like, he's gone, but he's a good coach. So anyway, Brady, was it Virginia
0: Tech? That yeah, he, but went he to Va Tech, but he's he left there. on his own for Texas Yeah, A&M. he took A and then he, he went. was Marquette before that. Yeah. Been good. Yeah, he's taking the ladder up.
3: Yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah, but I just, I was just going to point that out. That's just uh, too much, too much. So lots of uh, college baseball last night right here in Jacksonville. FSU came to town and, and uh, took care of the Dolphins pretty well. Big crowd over there. That's always great to see, whether it's Garnet and Gold or JU fan. It was, a, it was still a nice crowd. Are we
0: Florida Florida State at the baseball grounds again this year? I've heard no promotion about that. They've done that every um, year pretty much, haven't I they? I
3: believe so, but I would have to double huh. check. But I think so. It's Usually early in the year. That's why it's usually going like no, it's usually like March twentieth. Okay, right around there. Away. Yeah, um, the Gators uh, played a tight game with the USF Gators. Are Gators have a chance here to return to what they had been pre COVID? Okay, remember the COVID year they had they won their first seventeen and then they lost FSU finally like two to one and then the world yeah, shut down. Yeah, the out.
0: COVID killed Florida baseball and FSU basketball. I yes, mean, two yes. teams
3: that were positioned to maybe be yes. national titleists. Yes, so. um... But they have a lot of arms, man, and they have – they're good. They they, they they got a chance here to – now, again, it's early. They're playing Charleston Southern. No disrespect to USF. They're playing those right. type of teams, but – There are years where
0: USF is a really good
3: team. I don't know if they are yeah, this year, but – They play again today in Gainesville, so Florida, it's a little 2 games. set. Florida USF? Yeah. So, uh, and they get some home runs, and the Langford kid's going to be a first-round pick, and I find myself- guys
0: throwing 98 – with football and basketball sucking, I find myself more interested in Gator baseball. Well,
3: I guess that makes sense a little. It bit. It does, and
0: I'll tell you one
3: thing, and I, you know, because I do criticize Strickland a lot, but every other sport doing great. SEC, the men's and women's swim team won SEC championships. I don't know all this doesn't matter. I don't know a if the AD
0: d- has anything to do with that. Well, man. you
3: got to get the right coach. You
0: got to have didn't the right they coaches. They have the coaches when no, he got there. No, I think
3: he gave it to Nesty, and um, they, they. But so
0: for, uh, O'Sullivan was there for sure. Yes. Already. Yes.
3: But the big news, um, March 28th, Florida State, Florida, and Jacksonville. At the baseball grounds? Yeah, March 28th this year. I figured they would. It's been a massive hit. That thing sells out every year. It's fun. But the big news really out of Gainesville is that uh, they're finally, and it's going to not happen like this year or this month, but they're going to renovate Ben Hill Griffin. They're going to pour millions of dollars into it and hundreds of millions of dollars well, that they, they need Well,
0: they need to, to make it nicer. In, like, the atriums need to be... It needs to be There's updated. a lot that needs to yeah, be Yeah, And by the way, don't half a it. Go all out. Yeah. Make... Build the nicest stadium. Because it won't be forever. I oh, don't know, though. No, but he said... "Well, that's exciting. That's uh, good UF news. UF play
3: upgrades have been held by June 2024. He said, this isn't a five- to ten-year thing. This is a 75-year thing. So, that I mean... They're thinking, like, okay, what are we Rebuilding to... it, basically. Well, I don't think, no. You're cause... saying
0: we're doing it after 75 years or to last no, they 75 want, years? They want the changes to be able to stand the test, stand of, time. The test of time. Well, that's going to be a major redo because that thing looks like it's like 1960s vintage. Yes. You know, so... brick and what's that concrete brick even? You know, painted over. It just looks like an old stadium. and I mean, it, it's terrible inside. Yes. I mean, it is. It's just awful. Yeah. I mean.
3: There's a lot to do. A, There's a lot whole to do. lot to do. And, and the. The structure is you should never mess with the structure because it is a when the team is good it is a great venue for college football but the but the 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 amenities need to change they 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 need to be nicer so um they will uh they're they're on their second redo and there's a lot going on so it's good it's good that's 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 important and that needed to happen um and 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 go from there. So that's that's big news. Uh, it'll be a multi-million dollar renovation, and um, I like it. I like it, and it's long overdue, like you said. And if anyone has been there and goes there, and the season ticket holders, I, I
0: hope it. that along, I hope they'll decrease the he stadium said, capacity and give seat backs. They probably won't do the seat backs everywhere. I he doubt said it. Uh, it will not just be an ordinary renovation,
3: but a project that will lead Ben Hill into the next seventy-five years. It's not going to be a new coat of paint and a couple new video boards. Okay, good. It's going to be a, all of that plus significant structural renovations. Um, and, yeah, and you can do seatbacks, backs, uh, which would be fine. But when you do that, you also – You lose you – capacity. You lose, yeah, capacity. So, oh, you got yeah, – Yeah, I don't – Man, we've just got so office, large as a country. You yeah, remember, everyone's yeah, fat, no, you gotta,
0: no other fits.
3: Yeah, I know. You got to remember you have office space. They're, they're talking about the, the weight room and the office space and, you know, UAAs in there. So, there's a lot – that will go into this, but it's something that needs to happen, and I'm 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 glad. Well, to we've
0: get. been screaming for this for ten years. Yeah,
3: yeah, Even. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you and and, and by the well you this know, one will happen, and then and the Jaguars one will happen, and, uh, and there's a reality:
0: if you make it nicer like that, you will have more sellouts. People will be more likely to go. I'll be more likely to go if you've got. Let a, me tell you something: a beautiful facility inside with lounge. You know, with I stuff just going on. I
3: just went and saw a concert at. In Austin at the Moody Center, which was done last year, and I told my wife, I said, "This is like the best." That's a basketball arena. It's a basketball Texas. arena, yeah. but it's not. It's yeah, it's like a going in a mall. Oh man, yeah. I mean, you walk in and there's oh look, let's go to this restaurant or this restaurant or get yeah. food from this or this. Everywhere you walk or drink or uh, 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 let's sit here. Let's I mean, it was done uh, and inside the, all the great
0: sight lines and it was terrific. It was a nice place. Video boards, et cetera. So they did well, it. Well, that's right. and that's hopefully that's what Florida will do. Don't don't like I said, don't half a it. Right. Spend the money. Let's do this. Right. This is a make this it is beautiful. Make one. it make the Game Day wants to open their twenty twenty five show. I there. I walked
3: into the, you know, Daryl K. Royal Memorial Stadium and and what is
0: it like on the inside?
3: Uh inside it's terrific. And they're like I think they're condos or something straight up like on the in the end zones on both sides or there's Something there, and they have a Hall of Fame inside the football stadium. You can't really go in and see the stadium except in one place, and that's when you walk through their sort of their Big Twelve Sports Museum for Texas. But it's uh, but it's outside. It looks like an old if kind you, of remind me a little bit of
0: LSU's. If, if you, you will. do like if you're Florida and you do renovate and you put some stuff in there, it becomes like an attraction outside of football season. Sure, it does. People will go there. They'll shop. They'll they'll go to the the, the
3: game day store. Or- they don't need a roller coaster there. But yeah. here would have been a great one.
0: Yeah, we don't need it anymore. Now the roller coaster ride is leveled out with Trevor, but we could have saved things years ago. I I'll stand by. Yeah, I still think but, it's a great uh, idea, that, and that, I I
3: That's I will, fine. Maybe it'll be long. Maybe it's an idea too early for its time, Jeff. Long after we're gone sure. and our did our, you our, see gra- f- our grandsons are doing the show here? Uh, <laughs> I have one with, already with you know. gritty. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> perhaps. Then they will build the roller coaster and they'll honor, pay us homage to, to their like old big, man who will be may, maybe, long maybe gone. Maybe dust every, in the wind, friends. How about every All other, we are is dust in the wind. How about
0: every other car is a big, like, <laughs> paper mache caricature of our faces? Like, you're on the front, then mine, and the knee, and that's, you know, that's what you do. Yeah, that
3: would be fine, but they don't need to. But oh. when they, I just want I someone somewhere, you know, when some city councilman says, hey, let's do a roller coaster and. Tony Khan, at the age of seventy, says that's a
0: great idea. Remember where it came from.
3: I want him to say, you know, there was a radio show <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Jacksonville. Here's the scream
0: for that. How long those guys been dead, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's been gone for thirty years. But uh, I uh, did y'all see? You're the, welcome. Speaking of roller coasters, did y'all see the video of the Ferris wheel? I don't know where it was, but it's one of those that turns you upside down. And you know, so that you're in a cage, or not just in a in a thing. Well, it got stuck at the top, and the the, the one group they weren't buckled in, so oh like boy. fell down at the top oh, of the geez. cage or scurrying. Would there be anything worse than getting stuck on an amusement park ride, Ooh, no. upside down, no, or no. God, it would I be worse. Oh my God, man. dude, you want? Uh, uh-uh. It's so it scary. May, I may. Just have a hard buckle and drop. <laughs> I said I can't do this. I can't do this. Then like three seconds later, they get it working. Damn. <laughs> uh, before we go to
3: break, official statement on the uh, Hawks firing of uh, Nate yeah, McMillan. Yeah, the
0: coach killer got him. They needed a coaching change. It's, this is not Nate McMillan's fault. It's Trey Young's fault. Okay. Uh, Could have had he's, Luca.
3: He's a coach killer now?
0: He's definitely a coach killer. But now, look, the coach needed to be killed. I don't. Good luck, whoever comes in. Mm-hmm. The Hawks mm. can't win with Trey Young. They, he, it's he's a good individual player. The guy player. Who picked Trey Young, yeah. he's gone too, right? He's got moved to another position. Okay, he's not. And go- and, the, and and the the new GM, that's not the player, is it? What's his name? I think it is Landry. Uh, yeah, yeah, Landry Fields.
3: Yeah, that's a former Nick. Correct. That guy is the GM of the yeah. Hawks. Yeah. Didn't he just play
0: like a year ago? No, it was more than that. Landry Fields probably forty. College, please. Stanford. I think he might be right. Yeah, that's how I roll. I think he might be right, he says. What about me getting Landry Fields standing?" Landry Fields? Is he the GM? Can I get a college? Can I just get a, a – because that will make me feel real good going to – if I just knocked Landry Fields Right out, off the top of, of the Stanford. head like that. <laughs> He's 34. Try it, my, tried my that's dog. That's the guy? I think it is. I I assumed it was. I thought he was Stanford. older than that. correct.
1: Born in Long Beach. Try my dog, Jeffrey.
0: Landry <laughs> Fields is the GM? <laughs> The guy's thirty four years old. Look at the end of the day, it's it, it is this of this will go down as the worst decision huh? in the history of sports. They could have had Luca.
3: That can't be. right.
1: How old is he?
0: They drafted Luca and
3: traded him for Trey. Yeah, thirty four.
0: Huh?
1: That's bad. They actually drafted they that had man. It. They drafted him <laughs> and then they traded that man. He should. He he's he's.
3: He has run the gamut of emotions with Trey No athlete. I got to try no believe in him, dude. I have No athlete more than – no brave has made Jeff Brosser run the gamut of emotion more than Trey Young. Because when, when, he <laughs> wanted Luka so bad. And he I'm was sc- screaming by the for way, Luka by like, the way. when he was like 16. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he had him. Yeah. And he had
0: I'm not him. talking about I wanted Luka when we started talking <laughs> draft in June. Yeah. I was talking about him when he was like 15 yeah. playing in – so, so they
3: get Luka, and he's like gung-ho – and then <laughs> they trade him. He loses uh, his mind. Uh, so the rookie league, he annihilates Trey Young in the rookie league, summer league. Yeah. I Just did. kills him. I The did. hair, the this, the yeah. that. Just. Could have had Luca. So then. <laughs> So then, Trey Young actually is—you know—he's a pretty good player. He's a and stat he gets guy. going, and and now now it's—you know—I back him. He's this. He's that. Why not MVP? He is a good, Why not? <laughs> yeah,
0: he is a good player, but he's—he is like—he's selfish. He's like so many athletes. Like Trey Young would change yeah. his vision, his importance. They could win. Here's what the problem is, Dan. Uh-huh. If you're the best player on a team that's. 10 to 15 games worse than they should be, uh-huh. it's your fault.
4: Uh-huh.
0: It's Trey Young's fault that they're under 500 because That's Trey fair. Young is a selfish, undersized diva. We'll,
3: we'll talk about that and more. We got trivia coming no, up next. It's, it's a hump day edition <laughs> of The Drill. Bat, <laughs> bat. He's bald, he's beautiful. He's trivianation.com's zone. He is get smart John. And damn, he smells good. Ladies and gentlemen, a little arrogant for my taste, but Hello GSJ. Pretty good dude. Pretty good dude.
5: <laughs> good morning. morning. Thank you guys. I just wanted to let you know so even uh over a week later, I'm still getting feedback from the Googans about uh oh. how impressed they were the fact that you had won the Super Bowl, oh. Bowl trivia. I may have given some of the questions that uh that you guys pretty much hit out of the ballpark, but the ones that they really were stumped on uh, were the USFL Super Bowl ah. uh, participants. So yeah, so uh, they were they were impressed. So just wanted they to pass be. that along to you. Yeah, yeah. Gonna,
3: I will tell you this: I was impressed with the creativeness of the questions. I appreciated that, and I know you did that on your own. So that's why that's what makes you a TriviaNation.com's MVP each and every year. Twelve-time oh. winner, by the way.
5: Oh, well, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And I do have a special shout-out to my oh, friend uh, Ryan Prophet and his daughter is going to be part of that. Special shout-out to St. John's Country Day. Yeah. A girls' basketball team heading down to Lakeland for a state oh, championship today. Nice. So best of luck to them. What, yeah. About, yeah. what about the
3: Lady Stallions of Providence? And They're and, playing and at I was
5: 10 a.m. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. We may have seen some, uh, some Providence Stallions last night uh, at the trivia show. Very so, nice. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to get started today with words.
1: Words. He hurt
3: me with his words. The words get in the way. <laughs> There's so much yeah. I want to
5: say.
1: Of affirmation.
5: Right. Yes. 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 In fashion, jorts is a combination of what two articles of clothing?
1: Jeans that, and shorts. Jeans and
0: shorts. though. I thought it was Georgian and shorts. My bad. That's.
5: Okay. And that's... who? Do, and who do you automatically visualize when you say that? Gator.
0: <laughs> oh, that's terrible. You can't say that. We're <laughs> <Lord George> Jorts wearing <laughs> proud, man. I don't have a. Uh, I'm sure you're about to tell me some dude with a tool belt. I don't know.
5: No, I was going to say
0: uh, Gardner Minshew. Oh, yeah. That's Chew, a good one. Yeah, Very man. good. Choose one yeah. of them. Yeah, for sure. That's who I
5: was thinking, you know.
0: You know, especially the I was thinking Daisy Duke players. myself. I guess those are different. Oh. Daisy Dukes aren't oh, technically Jorts. Yeah. No, 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 no.
1: Aren't those Jorts?
0: No. Their jeans shorts cut off. What's the difference? Well, they can be. Those are called Daisy Dukes. Correct. That's what they call yeah. them. Yeah. What they
1: can be. You you know you're a big deal. Well, I will say this. Daisy
0: Duke (laughs) sounds a little sexier than jorts. There's nothing (laughs) unsexier than jorts.
5: (laughs) You're right. Uh You're right. (laughs) No question. Uh, Movies. Movies. Blades of Glory Hmm. is a 2007 comedy where Will Ferrell and John Heater play the role of athletes in which sport?
0: Yeah, that's figure skating. I did the junket. I know, he did the you junket. Know. I went room to room and interviewed all the stars on that one. Hollywood. Yes.
5: Hollywood Jeff.
0: That's where we got the yeah. Ron Burgundy shout out. You're, right, right. Yeah, my man yeah. he likes so much.
5: Yeah. Is that Jeff or Yes? Correct. Right? With the soft Jeff. Yes. <laughs> soft Jeff. That <laughs> <Exactly>. is correct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just, was it a Super Bowl commercial that Farrell did about the EV? Yes. I didn't see yes. it. I've, I've only seen it for the first time. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah.
5: Yeah, that was a zombie one, right? I,
0: yeah, I love the one where it's in the squid game, just the way, you know, the way his mannerisms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
5: Uh, current events. Okay. Current events. On January 12th, the daughter of what famous singer passed away at the age of 54?
3: January 12th. Oh, that's uh, Presley. Yes.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. Uh, Lisa Marie, I believe. Is that who what her Lisa name Marie died. Yeah. Priscilla's the you mom. Were... Priscilla's still right. with us? Yes. Yeah, Priscilla's, Priscilla's the, still Pris- with us. Priscilla was a naked gun. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Lisa Marie looked us, a lot like mom. Lisa Marie looked terrible towards the end. She was yeah. she did. had a she lot dropped. of issues. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the so, point now was like, very frail you know, at
0: the uh at an award show right before she passed. Well and here's what happened too. You know, it used to be in the day if we were talking about like celebrities or other and we say drugs, we were talking about heroin or getting right. down. Now it's these pills, man. Mm-hmm. These 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 big mm-hmm. pharma is just killing America with these pills and the reliance on them for everything. And yeah. You get past the point of, of no return.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't watch the show, but you know how um, Mass Singer has a celebrity underneath the uh, yeah. the costume or whatever? And they had one that came. Anyway- Dick Van Dyke, 97 years old. Was a as a mass singer,
3: I don't know how he got oh, into sorry, that. Sorry. I saw, yeah. I saw that, I saw the, I didn't hear him sing or anything. I just heard the part where they screamed, "Take it off!" Take, and they lifted up his DVD. Dick Van Dyke, 98, right. they said he was Johnny. How do you? How do you oh, get Oh, he's 98 on a, now. 98. Okay, yeah. Those costumes yeah, are big and bulky. I know. I know. I was amazed. And, yeah. he, and he, they interviewed him, and he was
0: lucid, and uh, yeah. Much yeah, credit. Dick Van Dyke was an Awesome comedic actor. Yes. Ahead of his time in some ways. And just stay funny. All his sitcoms were good. They were wholesome, but they were funny. Do you
3: know who Dick Van Dyke is? I know the name. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah, the Dick Van Dyke Show. Yeah,
5: Yes. Very good. Alcohol. All right. Drink it. Got it. A kamikaze shot is made with triple sec, lime juice, and what alcohol?
0: Ah, oh, oh, look at you too, kamikaze, <laughs> huh? It's, it's 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 that's either going to be rum or vodka. There's no other answer. Um, and if I if it's I mean, one I of those have, two, I'm probably going to say vodka. Oh uh, yeah, kamikaze, kamikaze. Boy, I haven't had a kamikaze honestly in 25 years, man. No, I've really? had a kamikaze. Um, I the kamikaze the is uh, say
1: it's triple sec. What else?
0: Um, lime juice and what alcohol? Oh well, boy, that sounds like it would be tequila, doesn't it? I mean. Lime uh, juice, and triple sec. I, I don't think it's What tequila. did you say? I, he said yeah, he's vodka. Said vodka. It's I'll, vodka or rum. It's uh, one of those two, 100%. N-
1: now I'm backing away from the vodka stuff. Oh,
0: uh, we'll go with our gut, E. Kamikaze feels more... I,
1: myself I don't want to slap myself. I don't know
0: this for sure, and I'm usually good on these. I, I, e, e's the only one who had a... Uh, well, an I, opinion. I, I, no, he had the same. I immediately thought, well, in well, then fairness, let's go. In fairness, everything's vodka or rum. It was going to be gin. It's definitely not gin. Um, Let me put it this: it's way. It's not whiskey.
3: I I can remember drinking kamikazes in mm-hmm. college. <laughs> sure. And I didn't like rum, but I liked vodka. And you
5: okay? Well, so let's, I, let's I, go. I lean let's towards, go vodka then.
3: Vodka. I right. probably would lean towards. I, it. I could I, be wrong. I, I
0: like that vodka.
5: The correct answer is. Vodka. Okay.
0: <laughs> I liked that, too. That's what I was going to settle on. But that's an interesting way to, to, to I formulate there. it. Well, yeah. that's a that's probably the best way to come up with the answer there. <laughs> I hate this. I drank it. It must not have been that. I know,
5: right? Yeah. It's okay. It doesn't matter how you arrived there, but you arrived. <laughs> uh, world history. World history. What landmark's name is literally Persian for crown of the palace?
0: Landmark. Rio Know. You
5: okay. know what, this really, honestly, this really probably should be more geography than world history, but.
3: Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, so it's a landmark. Is it? Is mm-hmm. it? No, it's not the, no, that's no. not the Jesus. No, no, no. no. no, no. La- palace. Literally Persian. India? For crown of the palace. So it's
0: per- so it, Taj Mahal? Yeah.
5: Taj Mahal. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Isn't that, that more accurate with saying geography yeah, versus yeah, the I world so, history? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 That's fair. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's do your audio clip. Oh, wonderful. By the way, I had to do it last minute, so uh, shout out to, to E. E, founding it. You did it right on it. Right on it.
3: Hey! Hey! Is this Big Country by Big Country?
4: Yes!
3: <laughs> <laughs> what is this song? I've never heard this song. In How do you know big most? country... It's yes. a big country. I always That's remember right.
5: that one. Yep. Very good. Yep. Very good. Okay. All what right. What year
3: is that, Johnny?
5: Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say 85.
1: In what did it say country. on the E? Is it, am I right? Hold on. Let me find out. Is the description not on here? 83. Oh, okay.
3: '83. big country oh, a country band? I don't know. I just remember that one song. In a big yeah, country. Irish. I think they're and
5: Irish.
0: Yeah, I, 1983, I'm in Puerto Rico. That that song did not penetrate the island's borders. Yeah. That song yeah. never made it. <laughs> you don't know that song? That song never got to the Enchanted Island. It just never did. I'm telling you. I listened to music. That was one mm-hmm. period where I actually listened to music. High school era. Huh. 85, you were at the University
5: of Florida,
3: right? I
0: thought you said 83. 83, it came out. No, I said 85. I said 85. Oh, yeah. But oh, it okay. is 83. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Half of okay. 85, I was in, you know, a graduating senior and a Borinque, and half I was in Gainesville. Okay. Um, advertising. 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 Mad men.
5: Beginning in 1975, mm-hmm. which credit card ad campaign had the tagline, don't leave home without it?
0: American Express. Yeah.
5: Yes. <coughs> Something <coughs> else that's no longer in existence, right? Traveler's checks? Yeah. You
0: don't, yeah. Need, you don't need them anymore. You don't you need just, them. You know, no. PayPal no. or Venmo or whatever you use.
5: Yep. Uh, by the way, so I, on YouTube, you can watch old classic Monday Night Football. It was a 1970 football game. Mm-hmm. And brought to you by Ford Pinto hmm. and Marlboro cigarettes. Sure. <laughs> hey man, and Keith Jackson. It was Keith Jackson. It was the first year. I need a heater Cattell. every now and then. You I'll just <laughs> strike
0: my Marlboro on. You just described blue collar nineteen seventy America, a pinto and a Marlboro red. Oh yeah. I know exactly. Let's go.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Thought you would appreciate that.
0: Jogging? Forget that jogging. Give me that smoke. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Universities.
0: Universities.
5: In which state would you find the main campus of Seton Hall University?
3: New Jersey, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Did you say state? Yeah. yeah. Okay. New Jersey. Yes.
5: Just need the state. Yes.
3: What 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 uh city? It's in Secau-
1: Secaucus,
0: maybe?
5: It's um, Ooh, that's good. I honestly don't recall. South Orange. I wouldn't have gotten I don't know that. what that
3: is. Is that
1: the Mighty Ducks joint? I think they were at Seton Hall, right? In the Mighty Ducks.
3: Mm, I don't think so. No, I don't think. I
5: think that's from other coast, isn't it? Yeah. That was the Anaheim. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You've,
3: you've stumped us, E. Mm. <laughs> it's the first time we have missed today. <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay. Uh, science? Science! science! Organic chemistry studies compounds containing what element?
0: Organic I say chemistry. carbon, I think. Right? I don't know. Carbon? Lost me on science. It's carbon or hydrogen? <laughs> I would think. I, I just think organic. I think a carbon, like the carbon part of everything. Could be <laughs> yeah. oxygen or hydrogen. One of the big three. Could be <laughs> nitrogen, I guess, too. Big four. You pick I, one. Car, I'm gonna go carbon. Carbon. Yeah. yeah. Ah, thank you. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. I'll be here all week. You yeah. kids have any questions about your test today. Just give Jeff a call.
5: In a okay.
3: big
0: country. <laughs> <laughs> or if you need to That's know right. some 83 jams. We've got you there, too. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: Okay. <laughs> movie quotes.
0: Movie quotes. Fill in the
5: blank. Yes, sir. Finish the quote. I'm not going to tell you the movie because I think I'd give it away anyway. But yeah. a census a census taker once tried to test me. I ate his blank with some fava beans and a nice chianti. Uh, that's,
0: uh, I ate his liver, is what he yeah. ate. Yeah. It was, and it was delicious. That's a uh, uh, and you forgot, movie. And you forgot that. That's Silence of the Lambs. You forgot yeah.
5: that. Yeah. Yeah, the slithering sound.
0: Right. gosh. Ugh.
5: Boy, he was good in that, wasn't he? Yeah, yes, he, he was. was.
0: Gosh. He's in a movie right now where he's a serial killer and they're trying to get him to help him, but it's not anything to do with Silence of the Lambs. It's weird. I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm <laughs> thought about it. A lot of movies you pause on Hick when you're in the movie, right? Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, ah, two hours okay. twenty
0: minutes. No can do.
5: Right, and we have time for a couple more. All right, let's go. Okay, <clears throat> palindromes. Palindrome. What device uses electromagnetic waves to locate objects?
1: Radar. Yes,
3: yeah, of course you knew that. Uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> thank it. you, Coast Guard man. Okay, yeah,
5: worked on them. Thank you, brother. Yeah. And and rounding out from Latin.
3: From Latin, E tu, yeah, Brute. Carpe This is for diem. perfect score, isn't it? Carpe this diem. Yes, it
0: is. This is yeah. for the perfect score. You were okay. the announcer with two outs so, in the ninth who just alerted the affiliates. Yeah. There's Listen, no jinx. We're going to get it right. Come no, on. no,
5: you are going to get it right. Okay.
0: Listen carefully, though. Uh-huh. Listen carefully. Listen okay. carefully. Don't jump the gun.
5: That's right. Latin for work. What word can mean a literary work or music composition like Mr. Holland had? Opus. Opus. Yeah. Yes, sir. Supreme victory. Well done, guys. Oh! I mean, I
0: don't know. What... Week after week after uh, week. I don't the know. The Super Bowl trivia
3: yeah. has inspired us <clears throat> and brought us to greatness, Johnny.
0: I don't know what our <laughs> record is in a calendar year for perfect games, but I mean, I'm not exaggerating. We've got like five or six this month, this year already. Mm. Mm, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, never... you are. Yeah, Johnny, 23 you... is... Next week next week John leave the trivial pursuit for kids in the closet. Johnny, can you get the get varsity out? questions yeah. next week well, for we, us? Yeah, we want yeah, we want some A team questions next huh? week, you know. A little
3: varsity okay, stuff, I'll, Johnny.
0: Okay. What's
5: that?
3: A little varsity stuff, leave yeah. the JV home.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. And,
5: and All, for guys. For guys. All
1: right, guys. it. Have a great day. We'll see you. All right. And yeah. for the record, the Mighty yeah. Ducks went to Eden Hall. E- no, Okay, <laughs> well, there you, you go. That's You're in the ballpark. Thank you. Thank Opposite you. side of the country, though. Yeah.
0: All right, it is a, a Beatros Plumbing Wednesday. Like family, uh, the Beatros uh, family name has been in the plumbing around this area for more than 50 years. Uh, continuing to do great work that you can count on. Like family, they are here to help. Go to BeatrosPlumbing.com or for all your plumbing needs. Plumbing services, uh, maybe it's commercial, whatever you need. 904-748-1667 or BeatrosPlumbing.com. Yeah. Hey, that sounds like a drill speed trap
3: alert. <clears throat> what do you got? We got a couple.
0: We are uh, on Kernan between Atlantic and UNF. Okay. Also, JTB under the I-95 uh, overpass. They'll get you there, too. Keep those speeds down. Keep everyone safe and keep that cash in your pocket. Drill speed trap alert brought to you by Catlin Truck. Accessories. Word percolating
3: out of Gainesville that Patrick Tony is off to Arizona. Uh, good luck, Arizona. Uh, that's the defensive coordinator, code whatever he was. Uh, I don't, I thought he did a terrible job last year. Well, the that's fair. The was defense was terrible. awful. They gave up 29 points a game. I mean, it's, it's disgraceful when you think about Florida and the Gators and, uh, and the defense that they've played through the years, uh, 87th out of 131 is, uh, it's no damn good. It's no damn good. And. If I and here's how you can judge to me, and again, I I don't know the inner workings. I'm just telling you what I saw as a fan to the eye. But here's how you can judge: when Trey Dean goes and becomes a better NFL player than he was a college football player, when Gervon Dexter becomes a you know All Pro, and you know these guys all become good football players and they
0: weren't at Florida, then I start to wonder how are they being coached.
3: That's what I start to wonder. Wow, and
0: that's the wondering that we, I mean, we've been wondering since Will Mustamp was there. I used to just, I, I mean, I remember, I, I remember coach boom.
3: And I remember they all told me what a great defensive guy he was. And I said, I pointed that Alabama game and I said, how can you be a great defensive guy? If your defense just gave up more yards than any team in the history of Florida football. And I, I, I kind of felt the same way in watching. Uh, it, it wasn't just one game, but watching game after game where, where they could not, uh, where they could not stop anyone all year, in my opinion. All right, let's. Uh,
0: you want keep, to do the ten keep, minute drill? Yeah, let's keep the ten minute drill.
3: The 10 minute drill. This is a big one. He's brought to you by J Dog Junk Removal, veteran owned and operated.
1: Let's go, let's go, let's go
2: on 1010XL.
1: I, uh, and to
3: continue to harp on that, if yeah. you watched Utah score 26, and Kentucky scored 26, and South Florida scored 28, and Tennessee scored 38, and LSU score 45, and, and Georgia score 42. And FSU score forty five again. Yeah, the Davis, defense was pitiful. And Vanderbilt scored thirty one. We always, you know, we'd come in here and yell about Anthony Richardson, but when we did the post mortem on the yeah. on the year, Richardson was, we fine. all agreed it was the defense yeah. that killed this football team. Yeah,
0: Richardson was more, you know, demeaned for. A better than average year of any player in history. Of Capped off by giving 30 to Oregon State. They're Florida. terrible. The defense yeah. has been terrible. It's been terrible for years. It was terrible mm-hmm. under under Mullen. Not as bad as it was last no. year. But, I mean, I thought that Grantham in, la- in Mullen's last year is the worst defense I've ever seen at Florida. Well, there you go. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. I Look, I know the league is good and things vary. I'm talking about the SEC. And we've talked about some of the hypotheticals, whether it's the four-team pod, who you're – Every year, common opponents are. Um, I've seen some, though, that split it into two eight-team divisions. Mm -hmm. Did you see this one? I mean, again, I understand that things ebb and flow. I see no way in the world that this could be fair or they would do it this way, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, The West, we will get to in a second. The East, according to this, you know, hypothetical split. I mean, can this be true? You ready? I'm ready. Alabama, Mm -hmm. Georgia, Mm -hmm. Auburn, Mm -hmm. Florida, Mm -hmm. Tennessee. What is that? That's the East in the new SEC. Okay. A hypothetical. Okay. Alabama, Auburn, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, South Carolina, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. Is that not significantly better than Arkansas, LSU, Mississippi, Mississippi State, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A&M? We're giving Texas and Oklahoma an awful lot of, you know, an awful lot of credit that hadn't been earned in a new league. Yeah. Do you think Oklahoma, Texas are anything more than Texas A&M in the <laughs> SEC? I don't. I don't think they'll ever be anything more than what Texas A&M is. Which is good teams that in special years can win. Yeah. Oklahoma is in for a rude awakening. Oh, yeah. More than any other school. Texas has already been rudely awakened. They can't win in the leagues they're in. Right. They'll go to the SEC and be three and nine some years, Dan. I swear. Well, if they don't. Change things, maybe. But they've always maybe Arch will lead them to greatness. Yeah,
3: I looked for Arch on the. Case I think the case, big. I didn't see him.
0: I think the big loser is going to be Oklahoma, who's going to go from a just roll the ball out there, go ten and two, and get in the yeah. in the conversation to being seven and five. Not a big Brent Venable, guys. I know he had a. Yeah. I, I know he had a good recruiting year this year. Yeah, Oklahoma is about to, um, about to learn a lesson. Well, that the SEC and other leagues have taught him in the playoffs every year. You're not at that level. Mm. They're not. Oklahoma is not at the level that they get bequeathed to me. I mean, every year we got Oklahoma, 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 and every year it's just, eh. That, imagine that schedule. Yeah. Imagine you pull up your schedule. Hey, what do we got this year? Okay, we open with Alabama, and then we go to Oklahoma, and then we got Auburn at home. Georgia. <laughs> Georgia, Tennessee. <laughs> even South Carolina's on the upswing. Yeah. And by the way, this isn't 10 years from now. We're talking about, like, next year, right? Yeah. 2024 2024 Here they come This is not don't don't uh don't misunderstand me. I'm not giving you what the divisions are going to be, but this is just another one of the proposal. I think I like the four four teams and you play your three every year and then split it around. Your boy my boy uh Chris Dumasso did it again, I saw. Trapasso, I
3: believe is his name. I'm sorry what? I believe it's spelled trapasso. I'm looking at it right now. It says by Chris Dumasso. E, well, how do you say that?
0: Dumasso. They sound like Damaso. Yeah. yeah. Let's actually. Damaso. Well, listen. When I, I think you're being a little too hard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Trapasso has spent the last seven years uh-huh. locked up in the off season yeah. in one of these. Bangkok sweatshop mock draft facilities yeah. with dusty floors and big, slow ceiling fans. Yeah. He can't be held accountable. He's, at this point, he's got Munchausen syndrome.
3: Well, do you know, and I don't know what that is, and <laughs> I hope he's okay.
0: He, he now relates to his captives. Okay. Or his captors. Patty Hearst?
3: That's right. Yeah. Uh, A.R. is the first pick overall in his latest mock draft.
0: Yeah. Number one overall. Number one overall. To, to the, to the I, Colts. I could have sworn, Dan, and again, I do And I, don't... I
3: saw one of the NFL guys that I follow say, book it in the next few weeks. Anthony Richardson will be in the top half of the first round. And right. I don't know that
0: he will or I won't I think he's there already. Him. I don't know what yeah. book it he's talking about. Where's yeah. he been? Yeah. Um, but he's now number one what's, overall. What's interesting about, well, the guy you call Damaso's mm. thought there is I'm pretty sure one of the earlier sweatshop editions, mm-hmm. he was down on Richardson and had him out of the first round. I could be wrong. Yeah. I feel like he was one of those saying, no, no, no. Now he's got him number one overall.
3: Nothing would surprise us. Yeah. Again, those, it gets he a little says, cool. d- when you
0: When you were asked to pump out mock draft after mock draft for 20 hours a day, yeah, you get- something gets loopy sometimes. Well,
3: Dumbass so says, for this mock, I've set the quarterback scene as follows. <laughs> Derek Carr signs with the Jets. Well, that could happen. Okay. Aaron Rodgers traded to the Raiders. Okay. Um, again, I, I think... I think Aaron Rodgers is not going
0: to be back with the Pack. Do you? I, I'm finally feeling I I'm get. finally to the point if I i don't want him back. Mm-hmm. I've never been in that camp. If I, I think it's time to, if we, look. What does Kinger say?
3: I haven't asked the, the Packer fan. Does he uh, want you know, Aaron haven't, back or we not? We've not talked um, mm-hmm. be Packers curious. specifically in a while. Uh, Lamar Jackson to the Falcons. Ryan Tannehill signs with the Saints.
0: Is he a free agent? I didn't think he was. I don't know if News he's a to free me. agent but I think they were talking about then, releasing him as why. Okay. Yeah. Oh and then yeah, Jimmy that.
3: G to the Titans. Yeah. That's what
0: that's right. what Damaso has. That makes a lot more sense than Look, Anthony Richardson number 1 overall isn't like like ridiculous, but it's not yeah. happening. That's ridiculous.
3: Huh? I, I I love Anthony Richardson. No, 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 I no. wish him nothing but the best. Not, I think he'll be a top.
0: I think if you're thinking strictly what you've seen him do in college, then yes, it's ridiculous. But yeah. if you're thinking four years from now, it's not ridiculous to mm-hmm. think that Anthony Richardson will be better than the other guys. Well, uh, Shane Steichen and Jim Bob Cooter, uh, good luck. No, I don't think they'll and, take him. Yeah. And it,
3: it, 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 when you take him number one overall.
0: Well, if that's to, if they get the way, number one pick.
3: When you take him number one overall, guess what else he has to do? He has to play. He has to play. Yeah. He's not going to
0: sit. I hear you. Yeah. I'm not saying I would do it. I'm saying four years from now, mm-hmm. he might be the better of the four. He might be. I, I don't. He's got. He's so inexperienced. That's the wild card on him. Let's see. If you got a guy be. who's played 30 games, you have a lot better idea. The dude's made 13 starts, man. Yeah. That's the biggest unknown with Anthony Richardson. You can't. He's got us taking Brian Branch in the uh, mock. Got a, an Edge. So yeah. safety. Yeah. From Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, safety is a dumb pick for the Jags. Yeah. I would not pick safety in a million years. You got to go, you know, BBA yeah, to a point. I mean, yeah, but, but how about BB, best big player available there? Yeah, oh I'm maybe. not taking a safety. I got two, three safeties I'm okay with.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Where do you think, uh, boy, Lamar Jackson's got a little cryptic
3: on the gram. I think he's, I don't know if it's cryptic. I think it kind of sounds like he doesn't want
0: to be there anymore. Well, you know what? I'm I'm getting off of Lamar's side of the argument. You know I am it is what it is either a coach get a get an agent first yeah. of all yeah don't complain about a process when you I mean you didn't even finish at Louisville and you're trying to do your own deals yeah. that's part of what's happened here yeah and then secondly don't skip the playoff game bad look oh he's yeah don't, There's a
3: he, lot of that he, he was didn't, there to travel the, with the team no, that's what I mean he was yeah. uh, at the
0: regular season he w- he was at the game or the trip before to Cincinnati, he was at the game. But the the yeah. playoff game at Cincinnati, he didn't even show up. Mm-hmm. Also, a bad look. Mm-hmm. So, man, it doesn't take much for these guys that are very lovable to turn bitter and sullen and become more unlikable in the process, even if it's not their fault. Like, since Lamar kind of sliding down that path.
3: Uh, e, I need your comments. Uh, do we know who rappers L.A. the Goat? L.A. the Goat? Yeah, do we know him? Never heard of him. And uh j i t t r e d twenty
1: seven <laughs> nope
3: no they're not big time rappers in I
1: don't know these guys. do we know who
3: dash uh uh co-ceo um at qC media all eyes on Tampa times Florida frenzy playlist cura- curator made a Tampa classic a long time ago with some legends. do we know who that is uh
1: it doesn't ring a bell. okay
3: well it turns out l a. the goat and jIT red twenty seven Met up in the streets to handle
1: their beef like uh, men. Oh, gosh. And
3: I'm looking at their scrap.
1: Are they pushing each other? It doesn't look to be too brutal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Quite honestly, it could be like Flat me. And, fight? Could be like me and Jeff fighting in the streets. Yeah, <laughs> settling on beef. Uh By the way, I've used up all my brain power in trivia. So thanks to the Texan Design by Lifetime enclosure for the uh-huh. quick correction. Okay. I got my syndromes wrong. Stockholm syndrome is the uh. kidnapper. Munchausen is when you, like, kill people or you abuse your kids to get the attention. Oh, dear. Uh, That's uh worse. Maybe he's
3: abusing... I hope not. Yeah, That could be it. I don't think he's allowed out, though, so he may not have family. Anyway, let's do this. Let's go into the 8 o'clock hour. We got a lot to do today. There's a lot of... Good sports topic. Good, on the I'm board. ready
0: for some when We come back on the other side. Well, we'll
3: do it. We'll dive into a few things and uh, continue this
0: discussion. Sabichos Plumbing uh, Wednesday, right here on 1010XL.
1: Got a pair of tickets though. I got a oh, pair of tickets. Nice. To oh, something fancy oh, we'll today. Jump in,
0: friend. boogity book? No, no,
1: no, boogity-boogity. No, boogie. we're done with that. A pair of tickets to Jason Isabel and Cheryl Crow at the St. Augustine Amphitheater on oh. June 9th and 10th. You said Cheryl Crow? I said Cheryl Crow. Well,
3: come courteous, come clean, come kind, so fun. I'm fine. and come correct. I got <laughs> You're I'm not, not the only, only one. Yeah. I wanna do. <laughs> 6 four, one, ten, 10 So I'm going to go against the grain a little bit here. I've been enjoying the Netflix golf series a great deal. Okay. It's um, it called things. Full Swing? Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, whatever. I've watched four. I haven't watched them all. But I understand what you're saying about the first episode, which, you know, that one was – but I still enjoyed that. But the second one was about Kepka, and I really like that. The third one was with Poulter, who I suddenly like again. Huh. Despite the fact he went live. Yeah. And what Liv does – Horstle doesn't like him. We saw that interchange on the practice yeah. screen. What Liv does – oh, by the way, I also, the game of golf, man. Here's, here's Ian Poulter, who's one of the best golfers in
0: the world. Top hundred, whatever. Yeah.
3: Having a temper
0: tantrum in the locker room because of the way he played. I saw I saw that snippet yeah, that was throwing coming. Throwing the sticks yeah. and just screaming. Well, well they should. I think yeah. And of, and I would say, I, let me mention this real quick, just uh-huh. a couple of things. I didn't hate the show by any stretch. Yeah. I only saw the one. I was a little underwhelmed by the just I didn't like that subject matter, yeah. but I've learned since mm-hmm. and I want to make sure that anyone who's gonna watch this documentary. Here's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You do not have to go in order. No. It is not a timeline. No, it does no, no. not go for so if you'd rather wa- if if you look at all the ones that oh, I want to see the Dustin, watch yeah. it first. Yeah, you can do it. It doesn't matter. It does not matter the order that you no. go in. And I think people should know that because it might it might change the way you watch
3: it. Well, anyway, so the Poulter one, this is what Liv does. So here's Poulter. He's struggling. He ain't competing anymore. He's not doing well. He's missing cuts. And that's is this on PGA tour?
0: Is yeah. that what they're,
3: that's yeah. what they're discovering. That's when live Liv tour pounces and they're like, you know, hundred million dollars. And he's like, ah, well, you know, I mean, he goes, look, golf is my business. I, I guess I had a, I have a touch more empathy for these guys who have made the decision to jump more than some, but, Here's Poulter, you know he's got his four kids. His son's a gator, by the way. He's got a gator golf hat on the whole time, which I dug. Uh, but they they just they but their lifestyles are so rich and famous, dude. He's done. He jumps on a plane. He's going to England for to see family. Spend a week over there with the whole everybody. Not a
0: single here's the, they, here, use, they the, use they use
3: they use private jets like taxicabs.
0: Well, here's another thing too. This is what to me is obnoxious. Uh-huh. Okay, not a single person that left for live had needed the financial motivation to do it. Correct. So it's don't, just, just let's call it what it is, man. Yeah. That's right. all. And finally, DJ no, does in the series, from what I understand. Yeah, and there's but, no competition involved. You're not playing. Then, it's exhibition uh, golf, which if people want to watch exhibition golf, it's good. And then, then one on of you. the
3: things I love about sport more than anything else is that every athlete, every person involved has a story.
0: And so they chose Joel Damon to tell his story. In another episode. he's Apparently, by just almost unanimously, that is viewed as the most entertaining episode. Him and his
3: caddy grew up together. They're best friends. Uh, They love
0: each other. They hang out all the time. Uh, Joel Damon is a guy, by the way, who will miss a cut, and then he'll go play the local muni and find a match against someone. He's done that kind of thing before. He
3: just enjoys life. He has a different perspective because he lost his mom when he was a junior in high school to pancreatic cancer. And then he, um, he got testicular cancer when he was 23. So uh, he has a different perspective. I, I think it helps him keep things. in. in and the, he and his wife are expecting their first baby. But he's just like, he's like, look, there are great golfers. And there are guys who have to be number 70 in the world. And I'm the number 70 in the world guy. And there's nothing wrong with that. And they always get on him like, Joel, you're better than that. And he's like. No, no, I'm not. Yeah. They if asked, I were, I'd win. Yeah, they said, Joel, could you, are you are you now at the point where you're ready to win a major?
0: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like, Does he have a win yet? He has a win, oh, maybe. No. Does he? Maybe one or two.
3: Anyway, he is, but. Really likable guy, and if you, I, I think, it like, okay, so. He's Max
0: Homo without the results. He's real similar to Max. He's good friends with Max Homo. It's he? funny. Max yeah, Homo sits there and that. tells
3: him all the time, you're better than you think. Okay.
0: Yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know so he was Damon, friends with him, but they're real similar. So,
3: Damon guys. was not qualified for the U.S. Open. So, he and his caddy decided to, you know, we're going to qualify because that's what we do, and. One PGA Tour
0: win, two others.
3: Career earnings, please. Um, stand by. So Damon, uh, he's gonna he's gonna try to qualify for the U.S. Open, and it's the longest day in golf. It's the 36 hole, whatever it is, sectional qualifier. You gotta, you gotta be in the top. The course he goes to, he's got to be in the top 13,
0: and so he plays his first 18, and he's not very good. Nine point three million. Nine point three. Poor guy, 70th in the world. Yeah. yeah. And he and he's seems so, like Liv would pay three hundred
3: million for that nine million yeah. worth of talent. So he's not. He's he plays the first eighteen at the US Open qualifier. He's not in contention. He's kind of toying with their eating lunch. He's like, I don't and his cat. He's like, Do you even want to try to play that? Said, I gotta go five under. Well, he goes out in the afternoon and he he gets shoots five under and he makes the US open. So there's stuff like that. Or then he's like he's kind of he's a soft guy. He's not you know, not ripped and he's like uh working out with his personal trainer and his personal trainer's pushing him and he's like, Ow, that. <laughs> it's just- Oh man, it's good stuff. But anyway, so I'm enjoying that. Uh, uh, I've watched. I think. I think Damon was the last episode I've watched. I I, I, I will definitely. I haven't watch. gotten through I'll the whole thing, but it, it's been it's been good. It's it, it, I like it. So I thumbs think,
1: up. I think I'm going to tune in, but I think I'm yeah. going to actually watch the first episode because yeah. I think that first episode well, will be for like yes, some for people yes, like myself because
3: you'll learn a lot about right. these guys and you'll you'll pick a favorite golfer and things of that. You know, you'll enjoy it. So yeah, you should watch it uh, and and it also you know they come to you know one of this one of the episodes they were at this you know stadium course for, for the um,
0: terrible conditions that we had last year and such from a caddy, mm-hmm. you left out the best part, the Joel smashing the white claws in between the rounds. Oh, yeah. A couple of people pointed that out. <laughs> yeah, so
3: he's like, I don't know if we're allowed to do this. Is this against uh, the rules?
0: But I'm having a white claw. Yeah. nice. So. And then you end up having a couple, which yeah. is exactly. I, in fact, I would have had a couple before I teed off, yeah. just to calm the nerves. Yeah, uh, Swing oil, we call that E.T. Oh, have a couple drinks. A little swing oil. A little swing oil. He a little swing oil. I like that. Um, uh, from a, uh, from a, a caddy at it, Players mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the Texon designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a fun fact about Poulter. He was banned from the players' locker room at Sawgrass for a year. The year after he took a score of 12 on a hole, he destroyed the locker room with a golf club, literally causing thousands of dollars to fix. I caddied there for five years back then. If I could pick a fight with any golfer, uh, any tour golfer, he is number one. VJ close second. So Joel Damon, Ian Poulter. Oh, Ian Poulter hates Ian Poulter. Okay, you got you got. He, Bamboozled by the I Netflix. He
3: comes off because that's that's a good point. He's a he, jackass. Yeah, he comes off as a like. I thought he came off as a likable right. guy in that in that yeah. thing. But again, he that, can be
0: charming. But he can also. We've seen him act like this. before. Yeah, yeah.
3: And he love you know. And, and listen, the guy. <laughs> they said, "Do you enjoy the Ryder Cup?" He said, "Does
0: a bear bleep in the woods?" Yeah. Well, he doesn't. Is the Pope Catholic? Doesn't enjoy. But it. He gave it up. Doesn't enjoy more than those millions, even though he's already yeah. one thirty himself. Yeah. The greed that these cats oh, play. I know, the I lack know. of the lack. Pro golf as a profession, well, let me ask, as a let, mentality, on, as an athlete, on. has taken a big hit. Okay, we've, okay. we've learned what pro golfers are. They're not athletes. But understand this, Ross. They're not Ross.
3: competitors. At his age, okay, he just went to three straight tournaments and missed the cut. Well, it's not his fault they gave him all the money. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. So what I'm telling you is, okay, as a, like, you don't like working for free. Nobody no. likes working for free. Here's an idea. He went, I understand. He went three weeks in a row played Thursday Friday and left and you know when you're that age and you're going to a tournament it's not just I'll just go and drive over there it's you know you're you're is putting, he doing out all a lot that? of money
0: is he putting in all the time and effort yeah, I would suggest no I don't know I would suggest that the reason the other well, non-big babies mm-hmm. don't miss the cut. Mm-hmm. It's because they're working a lot harder from it's Saturday. Funny. You don't like to Ian Poulter. I'm just showing no, a I, little, I, I just have a little more empathy yeah. towards him. I get the cat. I get you. I, yeah. That's a good point. His kid is, you know, his kid's on the Gator Golf team. Mm. It's the only reason to like him. I'm just keeping it real for the audience. <laughs> Ian Poulter's kid was a no. <laughs> you wouldn't like. Him. <laughs> I gave him. Some, I gave him some some empathy after I watching hear. his episode. Yeah, but I uh, don't give any of the live guys empathy. They're getting rich for nothing. They're getting free, donated, gift money. Yeah. From the Saudi regime. So yeah. I don't have any empathy for any of them. They're not competitors. They're show monkeys. Yeah. Get on the Saudi show monkey caravan and let's well, go the, around the world. The and- show
3: monkey tour starts this weekend. It does, I yeah. Think. Yeah. So, and um, anyway, so enough about that. Uh, I did want to also discuss, you know, Nate Oates' incredible idiotic uh Wrong place, statement. wrong time. statement. Wrong place, wrong time for kids is... Um, you're parking at a, tickets. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. or, or you're <laughs> at a club and Dad a fight I've breaks out. Dad, I've got six parking tickets. I yeah. got to tell you, I made a mistake. Yeah. That's wrong place. No, wrong or you're
0: time. at a you're at a a bar or club and a fight breaks out. You had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. You
1: just went somewhere and somebody broke into your car somewhere you're yes. not used to going. Yes. Yes. wrong place, wrong yes. time. Correct.
0: Yeah, that's wrong
3: place, yeah. wrong time. Yeah. Uh, uh, taking the the piece <laughs> to the <laughs> perp to the guy the perp, the perp. Yeah. and 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 that piece being used to kill a woman. Is not wrong place at wrong time, right. and it's incredibly tone deaf. It's one of the all timers to me that Nate Oates would say something yeah, like that. He
0: try, you know what? It's a big. There's a big. There's another. And then of course it was so bad the Bama people he had to, had to call him yeah. and
3: say, "Hey, we, gotta we got to clarify. Let us craft this for you, Nate, because yeah. you obviously are dumb." And and the, the other thing, and I don't know this, I I probably should have called Lee Lockett and asked him, uh. I don't know if that's. I guess that's not a crime. It's not.
0: No, it's yeah. uh, the, Tus- yeah. the Tuscaloosa Clear. authority said that. But you know By what? Way,
3: but if I drive with
0: you, then it is a crime. If
3: I drive yes, with if you, if you're there and it happens to it's a, a crime. house, yes, and you go, I'm just a, going a to this percent, house to correct. get something, yes, and you go in there yes. and shoot and kill somebody, correct. Then I'm an accessory. That's right. right for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the diff? He's not there.
0: Okay. Yeah, he's not there. If he, I hand you the keys to a car, well, when you say, if I hand you keys to a yeah. car and you run over an old lady, yeah. that ain't me. Right. If I'm in the car, okay, I may be part yeah. of her. I'm driving the yeah. car. Yeah, okay. It's not in you know, a, but the fact, it is punishable, however. The fact that you won't teach a life lesson to a kid that needs one through this. The fact that coaches and administrators refuse to tiptoe on the egos of today's athlete yeah. is damaging. Yes. It's what are you so afraid of to tell people that they're not infallible? Yeah. What's wrong with Trent balky saying at the end of the press conference, hey, we like Trayvon, we know he's do doing. We need more. We need sacks. Not yeah. sacks are overrated. You do anything and everything you can to kowtow yeah. to these yeah. these sensibilities. And this kid should have been put on the bench for a couple of days, Dan. Uh, a couple least. of games. We made a huge mistake here. Let's let's go through what just happened. Yeah. And I don't. This rationalization of any eighteen-year-old would carry it off. That's a bunch of. That's yeah.
3: Gross. Uh, it's a, not a good deal. And I'm I, I disappointed. Someone
0: saying he was there, his windshield got shot, so maybe he hadn't left, but he wasn't in the vehicle where it happened. I don't think. I don't know. He All was in I the know- vicinity.
3: But I, I,
0: I, I'm still a little
3: surprised. Like, and I guess I'm, I'm. Making up hypotheticals here, but I've heard of stories where, like, e, I drive you over. Hey, can you give me a lift over to so and so's house? I need right. to go get something they have of mine. Uh huh. I'm like, okay. So I drive you over there, and you say, "Just wait here. I'll be back in a minute." But you go in there, and there's an altercation, mm-hmm. and you end up killing the person. Right. And you come back, and I didn't know you any of this. Uh-huh. I just drove you over because you're my buddy. Right. And you get in the car and you say, "Okay, let's go." And we go, and all of a sudden, I'm I'm arrested as an accessory to murder.
1: I guess what that to is- me,
3: you taking me calling and saying, "Hey, bring me my bring me my gun." Uh, what do you need your gun for? Not you know. And he even told him. I think I read the thing. He told him there's a there it was a slang one, thing.
1: Uh, there's a there's one in the chamber. One in the chamber. There's one in the head. Yeah. yeah, one in the head.
3: Yeah, I was like. Well, then you're telling him yeah. that you know that you're going to use this. It's basically
1: conspiracy. <sighs> like, he said the heater's in the hat. Uh, yes, there's one in the chair. Yeah, in the hat. like
3: I mean, you're telling him, "Hey, man, here it is. It's ready to go," uh, which means you're going to fire it. I, I don't know. But, just I don't understand the law. Then and this also,
1: it could be played off as like I was just letting him know for safety reasons that there's one in the chamber. Okay, that also true. So. So be careful. Yeah.
3: <sighs> also true, but it's it's it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. I I again, law enforcement would have known by now if there were charges that were going to be pressed. So obviously there are not charges that are going to be pressed. But Jeff's point and is a good one. These are teachable moments that you don't you're not even teaching. You're just saying, "Oh well, wrong place, wrong time." Hey, you're a star, you did nothing wrong.
1: And that's what it is. If it was a lesser player, yeah. would it still be the same lesson? Yeah. If it wasn't as And talented- again, I'm
3: not picking on Alabama. This happens
1: in s- everywhere. Yeah. Antonio Bryant. Or Correct. Antonio Brown. Yeah. You know, he's a menace. Yeah. But he was good, so he got away with a lot of stuff that he A did. lot of stuff. And if he wasn't,
3: yeah. So, uh, but I don't know, man. I, 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 lost, I lost respect, though, for the Alabama coach. I mean, I thought he was doing a great job, and. You know, obviously on the court he was, but uh, off again, the court just he, because something isn't just,
0: illegal doesn't mean you should. It's
3: right and wrong. Do it. You know, it's K okay. It's like moral. Did you did you did you think right. before you did that? What what possible? You know, well, my buddy needed his gun. Well, how about we? Why do we have? Why are you guys even carrying around guns? What's what's? You know, I mean, there's just a lot of questions there that that are fair questions to ask going forward with this with this situation. And again. Yeah, <sighs> college basketball just is, uh, I don't know. And 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 it's the flippancy of the coach, like, yeah, we knew about this. We are, you know, we, you know, we, ha- you know.
1: <laughs> like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. All nonchalant. But oh, nonchalant. Meanwhile,
3: a young lady, and again, I, I don't know her situation or whatever, but a young lady uh, is dead. A mother of a child, dead, who went out, out to party. I don't, uh, uh, listen.
0: <clears throat> I don't know. I don't understand, again, why I, – I, to me, there's not a whole lot of difference in taking the gun to a kid who immediately uses it to kill someone and taking the kid an ounce of fentanyl and watching him use it. Right. What is the difference? Well, he so he – so he took the gun to the other player.
3: The other player allegedly gave the gun to his buddy, and his buddy shot and killed the
0: lady is what – the way I think
3: – is what they're saying happened. So –
0: and nobody, I'm sure all these players, no one knew what was going to happen with the gun. But the kid yeah. who was
3: so, with the buddy who pulled the trigger yeah. is an accomplice or an accessory, yeah. but the other kid, the other Alabama basketball player is not.
0: And then I get the feeling... You that- know, it's Darius Miles' kid, the one that played with LeBron. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, the one who got arrested. Darius Miles is, yeah. The culprit. Yes. Oof. I, I just, I mean, again, I just, we're so out of whack. I, I don't even know what this, like this alternate universe when you're talking about certain things and why, certain, why and how certain things are done. Does not make any... All gone sense to me.
1: No,
3: not to me either. But anyway, Gators play Kentucky tonight. Up back on the court news, and
0: I mean, this is a good point from the from the yeah uh, from the text line. I mean, a Gator quarterback lost a scholarship for singing a song. Yeah.
1: Yep. And yeah. we got
0: a guy taking a gun that's immediately used yeah. in a murder and wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. I I don't care if the gun was registered, unregistered. it Doesn't matter. Uh, they, again, both,
1: they both had a license. They both had concealed yeah, carries, and the but, gun was registered. Yeah, yeah,
0: concealed carry doesn't lie to sh- sh- murder people. Just for the record, in case yeah. you, anybody out there gets one. <laughs> yeah, the LSU uh,
3: receiver, yeah. carrying around a gun on Bourbon Street.
1: And nothing good could come out of that.
3: And 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 also unlicensed or unregistered or one of the one of those terms. I don't know which, but yeah, I just yeah, okay. I don't. I, I don't know, man. Sometimes I think you should ask yourself: If I got, am I the kind of person? If I get mad enough that I would, you know, I under, you know, I uh, listen. You want to have a gun, have a gun,
0: but you know, I, I, I mean, it's not about you know whether you have a gun or not. It's about yeah. a guy taking an instrument that killed someone yeah. and no one even giving him a even a talking to. Yeah, that's what well, the that's, issue is here. Yeah,
3: well, that's another issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure, that's. I mean, and maybe he did get a talking to, but it.
0: you should have been. You got it. I'm sorry. You can't, you know, Yeah. You, you lay with dogs. You get up with fleas, boy. Yeah.
3: Maybe you shouldn't be playing until this is all sorted out. And see what happens. And I wonder, you know, again, now this kid, this kid, the Miller kid is a star. He's he's NBA guy. good, Yeah, yeah he's, no, he's
0: like the freshman of the year in the SEC. He's might their be, best player, might be he's a player, really years. good player. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. So, um,
0: but again, these—I mean, I, I don't understand. I mean, at what cost? Where this coach is pro or college in any sport? You just constantly cover these. Don't kid yourself. Who Nate Oates is looking out for here? He's looking out for Nate Oates.
3: Oh sure, hundred percent.
0: Well, you look at what's going on in New Mexico State. They've had to shut down that program. I mean, yeah. Yeah. At what point do we keep it in in perspective a yeah. little bit? Yeah. Anyway, all
3: right. Let's do this. Let's uh, take a break. We'll keep it rolling. We'll talk some Jags when we come back. More uh, news about uh, what's going on as they start to or are in the middle of planning out their their off season. That and more coming up right here on the drill. <laughs> One of the uh, off-season questions I believe that the Jacksonville Jaguars will ponder is, do we need another running back? And I wonder what you two think about that situation. Uh, Do the Jaguars, should the Jaguars add a running back, either a low-priced running back in free agency or draft a kid somewhere
0: in the the draft? I have... This is my question. I've fallen into a, a a trap that I fall in a trap that I'm I'm going to admit a mistake on. Like I when I think about like the Jaguars and adding to the running back position. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about a compliment to Travis Etienne being more of a banger, a guy that can get you that short yard. I don't want a, I, I no, I, I don't want a banger. Well, I don't – I want no, another running neither back. Neither does Doug Peterson. I know. Yeah. I think we were fine on third and one. Trevor could sneak it. Etienne proved he could run between the tackles. We don't need Snoop Connor to, you know, to develop. We need him to sit his butt on the bench. And Unless Etienne is, you know, dragging a leg around, then you can come in and play. But, yeah, I would not do it in – I, I – the Jaguars at some point have to do something that they have failed where every NFL team since we entered the league has succeeded mightily. What's that? They've never got a running back deep in the draft who's really good. Jacksonville Jaguars. Rashad Jennings, the closest. He was like a seventh-round pick, and he went on to have success somewhere else. You look at the the, the, the running backs around the league, Dan. I could just rattle them off. They're not first-round picks. They're not. Most of them are a lot. Well not, a lot of the great ones are around second, th- two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have never... Hit what is a really easy mark. They all get them, but us. We waste our draft picks on running backs. You know, we've hit the high ones. You know, Fred Taylor, ETN, James Stewart, Frunette, even to a degree.
3: Where do you think the Jaguars were in yards per game rushing last year?
0: What number would you both say? Like, what was their rushing rank? Out of 32. I think it's pretty good. I'd say we were We're
1: 12. I'd say top 16. We're in the top half. 14th. You're yeah, correct.
3: 124.5 yards a game. Now, one thing they do have to replace, and you'll have to ask yourself this question James Robinson had 340 yards before he departed. So, uh, Hasty had 194. That's 440, 540, basically 540. Snoop Connor had 40. That's 580. So, about 600 extra yards of rushing they had from their running back. Is, is Jamichael Hasty good enough to get you 600 yards of running? No. So if you're not, if you don't, if
0: I like hasty, okay, by the yeah. way, if you bring him back cheap, I'd be okay with
3: yeah. spending money and assets somewhere else for yeah. this year. Yeah. He had 46 carries. He averaged 4.2 uh, ETN was 5.1 Robinson was 4.2
0: before he left. I believe you could literally get a running back from the XFL and be fine. I am not going to go crazy finding me a running back. I've used a first round pick. He's healthy. He's young. He's great. You know, I'm going to get some depth. They've, you know, the running backs are just they they fall off the of trees. There's a thousand yard running back, you know, on every street corner in America, it feels like. Generally they're drafted though. They're not usually they're Generally, like you're not gonna are. go find a guy off the, I, I, off know, the street. And, and
3: I, I think you if you have a, a third or fourth or fifth rounder, you you add another running back, or do you say, Well, we liked what we saw from Snoop Connor? Did you see much he had twelve carries
0: last year. I we didn't see anything from Snoop Connor. No, are you he, ready to no. write off Snoop
3: Connor yet? Well, or? I'm, not,
0: I'm not ready to write him off. I would never. I it, he looks like a one contract football player to me. Okay, all
3: right.
0: It's just you know. So it's a, it's a.
3: I, I would just say when you're sitting there in their in their offices and their coaches are together and with the scouts and you know do you do guys do we need another running back? I think the answer is probably yes. I, I think like we do.
0: Ty, this this Tyler Algeir or Algier, I still don't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> Fifth round pick by Atlanta. Yeah. 1,000 yards, five yards a pop. Yeah. Uh, David Montgomery, who was a free agent. By the way, James Robinson. Yeah, another. First year was the same Same as
3: Tyler Allgaier or yeah. whatever his name is.
0: Well, I mean, it's not and like they, it's not like we were all uh, Damian Pierce last year. Yeah. Fourth rounder. Why don't we draft him? Yeah. And there are more. You know, and again, are, we... There's also a lot of first and second rounders. You look at the top, the Derrick Henrys and the Saquons yeah. and the Dalvin Cooks, they're first, second round picks.
3: I mean, we have ETN, so... Let's not lose sight of that. Correct. But I'm just in, in terms of building the offense. And again, most of the focus I think will be go towards the defense. But listen, let's not be naive. Offense wins championships in this in this NFL. So well,
0: we finally it, had that top pass defense against the top pass offense, not winning the game. Really, they had won. Yeah. Remember, they had won the Super Bowl the other two or three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have any answers for the Chiefs. They moved up down the field on Philly all night. Yes, they did.
3: But we also thought that when we looked back, that Philly's defense may have been inflated because of who they played against. Well, yeah, they didn't
0: line up against Burrow and Allen. No, and and, when you know, I had that. I don't know if I did. I had this graphic. I I may have done it with ET, not you. But if you you could literally go through every Philly game and find it, 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 that's not an impressive win, for whatever reasons. And I also think
3: too. But I'm not buying that. And
0: this is a and credit to Philly for not making any excuses.
3: But I will tell you. And I believe this. That field hurt Philly's pass rush. Yeah, gonna be they're slipping and sliding. They can't get off the ball. They can't get that. You know, I think that hurt Philly's pass rush to yeah. a point. So I, yeah, I, I probably heard a. bunch of And then you people, mix in Patrick Mahomes as well, and they obviously ended up being Kansas City. But again, I'll I'll take. So I will take. Give me. Let's build that offense. You know, I think if, here's, if that, here's here's if what you, I if think. You're sold on. If you're sold on a tight end at 24, and again, you know me, I trade the pick for a veteran player, but that's just me. But if you're sold on on some tight end, if you're so if if some receiver who you think is a top 10 receiver in the
0: overall pick and he falls to 24, eh, I got no problem with you taking him. I really don't. Well, I I I've thought more about this, and I would go this far on on one of those positions you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. This is. They're talking about this as like the best tight end draft in a lot of years and a lot of years to come. Yeah. You need to come out of this draft with one of those tight ends. I'm really? sorry. We do. We need a tight end. Yeah. We need a big bodied I... tight end, a real who, tight end. Who the... Not a, not an H back who'll who best... be gone in two years. Okay, who are the best tight
3: ends in the NFL? Big guys. What's their names? Kelsey. Where was Andrews. He, where was he picked? Third round. Where was Andrews picked?
0: Mm, second, maybe.
3: Where was Kittle picked? Late. I mean I I make, I'm just making the same argument that you made for the running backs. But but you can I can find I, a the diff, tight end. The
0: difference is that's three. I can go through the league. I can give you one on every team. But
3: whether. you're saying when you say you better get a tight end, you're you're seems I, like I, you're suggesting to me you better get the Musk Grave or Musgrove. Grove or one of the top five that they're talking the about. The Notre Dame kid Yeah, Michael Mayer or uh uh the Utah kid. Well if you got... You have to take one of those guys at 24. Yeah, I'm okay yeah, with that.
0: Mark
1: Andrews, third round. George Kittle, fifth round. Yeah,
0: yeah. so I'm just saying, yeah. though, I mean, why can't we get a guy in the third well, round? Well, because at, we've drafted— South Dakota I, you State know why? kid. I'll tell you why. Okay. Because we've drafted tight ends in round two through seven in our history, and not one time ever have drafted a good one. <laughs> Never, ever, ever— have we ever drafted a tight end worth a flip?
3: Shout out to Luzar. I know uh, you're out there listening. I love Luzar. you, Luzar. I, you. I
0: mean, uh, the sculpture was more impressive than the tight end
3: play. Love, Luzar could take a chainsaw and make a bear it out could. of a stump That's of wood. That's true. It was very impressive. The Shout tight end, out, Luzar. I got I think you back, he knows Luzar. This. I
0: think Luzar knows where he fits in the realm of all-time huh? tight ends. I think he's aware. Shout out to
3: you, Peter Mitchell. I know you're out
0: there, yeah, Maverick. Not drafted. Love you. Not drafted by the Jags. Love you, Peter Mitchell. Who's the best tight end ever drafted by the Jaguars? Mercedes. Yeah but he was that was a high pick a first round pick and and he left by far the best time left drafted. here left yeah. here with the overall notion that it was he was disappointing
3: well he wasn't a great uh, uh, now we've devastating learned no block. well no yeah. we knew he was a devastating blocker when yeah. he was here but he was not a great offensive weapon a weapon right yeah he had a 10 touchdown catch season where
0: you he, know the reality with the Jaguars is they have, it, have had remarkably little success drafting out of the first two rounds oh no doubt there's there's hits and misses. Yeah, but you know we've been around twenty eight years and we can count on one hand the real impact players that have come from round three and later on this football
3: team. Well, this is not breaking, but they have drafted for poopy. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, right? <laughs> I mean, we have not. We've had a lot of drafts.
0: Yeah, but I, but you, you know, you know what I mean. We've there, there are teams that get
3: three hits from round three to seven in one season. Let me ask you this, Jeffrey: twenty seven. Uh, we've played football for 28 years, so that means we've had 28 drafts. Is that correct? I guess. Or were, have we had 29? I don't know. Anyway, let's no say one we, knows. Let's say we've had 28 drafts. Are there other teams that have gone the last 28 drafts and only drafted one PFHOF? Sure. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I would think so. All right.
0: I don't know. I'm just asking. can't remember a Falcon. Well, I guess Dion. Was that? No, that was yeah. more than 20 years, though. That was 30 years. 35 PFHOF. Years. Yeah. Now, Dion's pre jags Is he then, the only Falcon? There aren't many. I think he and Claude Humphrey may be the only Falcons in the hall. Novus isn't in yet. I don't think they ever put Tommy Novus in. Mm. They were talking. Maybe he got the veteran nod a few years ago. I don't think so, though. I think he isn't, but I don't know. I'm going to say no. Number one overall
3: pick, Tommy Novus. Yeah. Tommy Novus. College, please, for Tommy? Come on, man. Texas.
1: Very good. Stop trying my dog, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, not in the hall. College, please, for... Here it he comes. You're going to
0: try to get me out. It's good for College, please, you. for E. Full sale. And? What well, we did, FCCJ?
1: Florida State College. That's yeah. it. Yeah, right. Stop trying, my dog. Uh huh. Thank you. you know wave. Blue wave, baby.
3: Blue wave. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll keep it going. It's uh, 8 I mean, I even
1: got full
0: sale. I should get extra credit. Yeah. I got them both. Yeah. Shout
1: out. Dual degree.
0: <laughs> it's a Beatrice plumbing Wednesday. I have a basketball question for you when we come back on the other side. So. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm paging Dr. Hoops here on the drill <laughs> That's what I'm here for <laughs> a little ditty I'd like to do right now for y'all He's now playing the air piano I mean, you have played every air instrument in the orchestra, my friend
1: That man, talented oh, I mean,
0: You put no instrument in front of him and play some good music <laughs> It's amazing what you could hear It's beautiful There. Uh, what I, is
1: this? This is my boy John Legend, ordinary. Oh, People.
0: thank you, John Legend. You've heard of him, yeah? I like. Isn't his, he married? to uh... One of the Ma- Tegan, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What movie was that just in that storyline? Did you watch that? No. What movie was it where the guy was? Hmm. Oh, I know what it was. It was the. Uh, it was the Between Two Ferns movie. That was oh. a funny movie. I think you would like that, by the way. Okay. Um. I. I... There's no explaining. There's a, there's a storyline in college basketball that involves a team that there is literally no explaining it. I, it. What do you got? It's as surprising a development as maybe the history of bracketology or the history of college basketball. I North Carolina went to the championship game last year, yeah, okay? Is- and everyone came back. Everyone but one, right? Right. I mean, they, lose, they, can, you know, they still got the, they they've got just about everybody still yeah. on that team. Yeah, including the, the Baycott, who was so good. Yeah, they have not beaten a good team all year. They are zero and nine in quad ones. They are now officially outside the bracket. Look, it's news That's if wild. it's news if North Carolina misses a tournament. Period. Mm-hmm. It's incredible news that they miss a. I mean. How crazy are they in Chapel Hill is what I want to know. Because if I'm a North Carolina fan and I'm looking at Hubert Davis like, really, bro? Hope you enjoyed that Final Four last year. You got one year next year. You're out of here. How do you not? And let's not forget this. Correct me if I'm wrong, Hick. Mm-hmm. Carolina got hot at the end of last year. They weren't a real good team last year, I don't think. No. Right? They got hot. Yeah. I mean, they were probably bubbling at some ports, some parts of last year. and Then they got you know crazy hot. Beat Duke at the end of the year, beat Duke. I mean, beat Duke in the ACC Championship and then beat him mm-hmm. again in the Final Four. They are not anywhere in bracketology. Yeah, they're their first first team out in Lenardis. Yeah. You know, so out, yeah. Top overall seed, Alabama and the gun tote posse <laughs> oh, that they entertain. Uh, last team in Wisconsin, they're terrible this year, by the way. It's amazing. Like, they're 16 and 11, 8 and 8. I just 0 oh and
3: 9, though, in Q1. So, like, when I look at bracketology, because uh, I, you know, one of my big points is, like you say, Alabama's not winning, Houston's not winning. Now, Kansas
0: is Kansas, UCLA. Up. These are the ones. Yeah. It'll be a big name who who there. Now there'll be one of those interlopers in the four. I want Providence yeah, to win it happen. all. Yeah. I want. Too bad. <laughs>
3: damn you! <laughs> Sorry.
0: I want
3: uh, NC State. I want uh, Indiana to make a resurgence. Well, they lost to Michigan State last night.
0: I want Keontae in Kansas State. I'll root for Keontae. I, I still can't get an explanation why Keontae Johnson averages, you know, is and doesn't play for Florida.
1: Boy dropped twenty five. I don't understand. I don't good. understand. <laughs> well, you need unless
0: to... he doesn't want to play there. I mean, that's the only reason. If Florida in for any way at all, whenever I talk to doctors, kept they... him from doing it. I don't understand.
3: I don't think they kept him from doing it. I just think that it was such a traumatic. And their doctors.
0: Is it less traumatic that he's starring for someone else?
3: I don't know. Yeah. Yes. It yes, is. it is.
0: Yes, it is. So it would be traumatic if he was starring for Florida right now and they were 18 and eight. Well, no, because he's doing well. And it, But what they went through, I don't yeah. know. I, 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 I mean, I get I how. Can't, I can't. Tra- I get the trauma of the yeah. incident. I do. By the I, way,
3: Lenardi has eight SEC schools in. Okay. Florida ain't one of them. I <laughs> Well, no. Eight, eight SEC schools. That would be Alabama, I guess, A and M, Kentucky, Tennessee, uh, Auburn, Missouri, Mississippi State has to be. Vandy is fifteen and twelve, and eight and six. Are, Are they, they one of the in? ones?
0: I don't, well, you tell me. You, uh, I mean, I I'm just you...
3: looking at the standings, trying to figure out. Mississippi State is six and nine in conference play, and eighteen and ten overall. Yeah, do they get in over Vandy? Does conference
0: play matter? Vandy's hot right now. I know. Uh, last four in is, Mississippi State is Vandy, Missouri in? Vandy doesn't even get a a bubble. Look, Missouri's right? got twenty wins and they're eight and seven. Yeah, Missouri's well in. Okay. Yeah. Well, shoot. They're not in the play in. They're they're in the tournament. Yeah. I'll tell you who they have. You ready? Yeah, I'm curious. He's got Alabama as a one seed. Yeah. I'm just going down this, so it's going to take. He's got oh. uh, Kentucky as an eight. Yeah. I know that Alabama, got, A&M, Kentucky, and Tennessee are He's got all Tennessee's a three. He's got Auburn. I'm just going through them, though. Tennessee, I won't be able, by the way, I'm not all, sure they're a three. They're nine no, and six or 20 terrible. and eight. They're, they're, they're awful. They're, they're not going to make it out of the first weekend. Auburn is a 10. Why is Auburn such? Well, they're 18 and nine. Eight uh, and six. Arkansas has rallied a bit. They're a nine. Okay. Missouri,
3: Arkansas could be a dangerous team. I don't know if they've got healthy or got guys back. I don't
0: know if they did or not. Yes. But, okay. Missouri is a 10. Mm-hmm. Texas A and M is an eight. Those are your teams. Texas so Vandy A&M. is not in. No, and Texas A and M should not should be higher than an eight. Did you say Mississippi State's in? Yeah.
3: Last, well, they're in the play-in. Oh, there, yeah. Well, they bet they're they're not a lock yet. Then they got
0: work to do because they're yeah, sure. six and nine in conference. Jeffrey, what's Vandy in conference now? Eight and six or something? Eight and six. I mean, why is Vandy not getting any love? They've beaten good teams too. They've beaten up, some good teams. They beat Tennessee. Here. Yeah. Kentucky beat Tennessee, and they're a slam dunk. I don't uh, understand Texas A&M being an eight seed. I don't know. I mean, they're thirteen and two in the league. They Vandy
3: should- also has a win over Pitt. Isn't Pitt like one of the top teams in the ACC? I don't think so. Oh hell, yes, they are, oh, friend. Oh, okay. I'm not backing off don't that. You better qu- check that. Oh, well, don't ask me a question. Well, I, no, mean, the Dr. Made, me. I mean, look, I you got your hoops questioned. You made me look silly. I'm when not you trying to make like you that. look silly. I'm simply, I mean, you know I mean, more I'm, college basketball yeah. than me. It's like what you tell me every time. And now you tell me Pitt's not a top team. Where are I they?
0: I know. Playing? You're saying, well, don't there's, try there's, my yeah, dog. They are. Yeah, they're third. They're third in the ACC. I just
1: tried them. No, he tried you, dog. No, I just tried him and beat
0: them. But they're unranked. They're unranked? Yeah. What's their record? Pitt. They're 20 and 8. Okay. What's their record in the ACC? 13 and 4. 13-4. Who's ahead of them? Who's the ACC regular season champ? Uh, right now, it's between Virginia, Miami, and Pitt.
3: Speaking of Miami, Joe, you's here to tell us Miami's about to go on a run.
0: Miami is on a run already. I mean, Miami! I don't know if they've got, they, they don't have, like, title talent, but they can, I don't know, Elite 8, maybe? We'll Hello, see. you. Hello, Joseph. Good
6: morning, boys. Top of the, we were elite eight Elite 8 last year, know. Day, we're trying I know to where? do a little better than that. Yeah, I don't think it uh, will. But Joe, I, you again, have you ever been to a Final will. Four? Yeah, bro, I'm from the crib. I was there when Jordan hit the shot. I was Not you, ago.
0: Miami. No, Miami's oh, never been. Oh, never. <laughs> <laughs> no. In their history. We
6: got to the finals at NIT. <laughs> about,
0: about a couple years ago, wasn't years it? Ago, the NIT. <laughs> yeah, yeah probably, bro, uh, I was there with Jordan, man. Come on. No, Miami's, <laughs> you know, the not, the yeah, Miami's never been to a Final years Four. Years so yeah, I'll give you another one that will shock you. Tennessee's never been yeah, to a Final that. Four. I remind that Charlton yeah. every day.
6: Hey, bro, how, do, how does, what does he have a, uh, Here's what I'm saying. We've lost four games by, like, six points,
3: mm.
6: and most of them, like, Pitt, we're up eight with, like, 30 seconds Are you, to go. like, a five
3: seed? Stuff. What are you? What is Miami? Right, we beat
6: Duke by 26 points. We beat North Carolina by, I think, 24 points. Yeah. We beat Virginia. Yeah. yeah, Virginia's ranked sixth, and we're ranked, what, 12?
3: What's Miami on the – Miami's good. a five seed.
6: We got – so we're on a seven game. We have the longest winning streak in the world right now. I guess we must Seven straight games in the ACC. Well, the like fa- said, listen, we whether the or not you
0: think it's fair or you like the way it's done or the way that they think about it, the bottom line is you beat number six Virginia by two. Mm-hmm. You beat number twenty Clemson by four, and you don't have another win over a ranked team. It's not your fault. You haven't played a bunch of ranked. I games. got to say though, I kind of agree with you, you on a- this. I'm looking at
3: fourteen Duke and North four. Carolina? I'm mm-hmm. looking at fourteen and four in the conference. Twenty three and five overall. Did you not play anybody in the in the in in December? AC- bro? No, they
0: didn't. It's a
3: shame. We play
6: Cornell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, just, no, that's not we true. We play in the ACC, like you, like when Georgia plays this year. Look in football. I know. They don't have a great I schedule, know. but they play in the SEC. I we
0: know. play in the ACC. We but beat Duke by like forty points. ACC we is down. North Carolina by no. about 70 ACC is down. We they just Providence. Told you. They lost to Maryland. They lost to Maryland, Maryland by eighteen, and Maryland's the only decent team that's like the on third that preseason. Game of the year. That was the fifth. Last whatever.
6: year we lost to U F. What's Dunk City? What's that? Uh, GCU. I'm becoming Dolphins.
0: confused. What the point is? Are you telling me they're in the final four? What is it you want us to say, Joe? Yeah,
6: I'm telling we should be <laughs> a
0: two seed at worst. We should okay, be ranked number uh,
6: seven at worst.
0: No, right? I, so well, I disagree that with that. And I can, and the reason for that is you're looking at it just from the Miami perspective, and I can go through the teams that are ahead of you, and they have arguments. Should you be ranked ahead of but Purdue? Should you be ranked no, ahead Purdue of Arizona? The only
6: team I think we should. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah but not we I think Purdue. Arizona's is the only twenty-four team that and gives four, a four, Joe.
6: I mean. What are we? 22-5. and And like I said, yeah, okay. Should you be ahead of of Gonzaga? They're 23-5. and I think even Duke, this is what I'll say, even Duke and North Carolina having down years, it should be worth something when you beat them by 20-something points. They're they're still, and we play in the ACC. Joe, it is
0: worth something. You're 13th in the country, my man. You're coming at me like you're unranked. It's a silly argument. I I put a time limit on it.
3: Thank you, Joe. I've had him. All right, boy. Yeah,
0: thank you. I mean, they're very well. The coaches have them 11th. I will. uh, You know, the only teams that are ahead of them with more losses are better teams. Baylor's better than Miami. We had mentioned
3: earlier that uh, Patrick Toney is off to Arizona, the Gators defensive coordinator. Is that what he did down there? That's allegedly uh, Alabama linebacker coach Austin Armstrong, who I think. Worked under Tony, is rumored to being pursued to be the defensive coordinator for Florida. He was just is- added to Alabama nine days ago. The Arkansas guy? Austin Armstrong. Oh, Austin Armstrong. Where'd he come um, from?
0: Was he, he was at BAM already?
3: Southern Miss defensive coordinator. Okay. But he just took a job with Alabama, and now he may be going to Nick and say, yeah, Nick, sorry, I'm going to Florida.
0: Um, Can I – He's very young. You I want think. me to rub a, just a little bit of salt in Use perception wounds? Yeah. Uh, ESPN's BPI, mm-hmm. uh, Miami's number 28 in the country. Okay. And the reason for that is they didn't play the schedule that all these other teams that he thinks they have less losses. I mean, yeah. look what Gonzaga played. Yeah. They got the same record, and they played everybody and their mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the net rankings, which will take everything into effect and see if Joe has a little bit better luck there. The uh, Miami Hurricanes in the net rankings. You're big on the net. I'm not big on the net. The, I thought you were big on the net. The committee is big on the net. Okay. And uh, Miami in the net rankings is uh, twenty seventh. So it sounds to me like 13th is almost overvaluing them. Quad one wins for Miami. They are seven and four in quad one. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I will say that these power rankings do not line up. Joe would have a better argument if he were talking about the analytics and the power rankings that have them down in the 20s. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's what a four seed is, isn't it? Five right,
3: we're heading to the nine o'clock. Uh, Nasty, let's take a quick call here before we uh Oh, I'm always glad. Legend to hear, is well, here. I'm always glad to hear from Skinny because yeah. quite frankly,
0: I don't mean this morbidly. I just I never know until I hear from him again. He's
3: on the fair <laughs> he's on the fair and phone line. Skinny, it's always good to catch up with you. We got we got a humdinger tonight in Gainesville. Will you be attending? Yeah, a hum,
0: humdinger
7: between two stalwarts. <laughs> I may not even watch
4: it. Oh, That's pretty gosh. much the way I've
7: gotten. I, I was telling E, mm-hmm. I, I looked it up. And it was fifty years ago this week that I took my first foray to Hogtown mm-hmm. for a Kentucky-Florida basketball game in the old Alligator Alley. What a day!
0: Mm. The old Alligator Alley. I played played a lot of hoops in Old Alligator Alley. Well, it playing <laughs> in it Alligator I Alley. Mean, we called it Florida Gym, is what it was. Florida when we were Gym, there. right? Yeah. Exactly. You could uh, really you, know,
3: you could really sweat in Alligator Alley back the then. Oh, we were students, it was awful in, the in there. Yeah.
7: In fact, I called down on a Monday. You said, "Give me your two best tickets." I'll pick him up at the uh, will call. Row one, that's how popular basketball was back then.
0: Skinny did not, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, that it must have been not, a snake pit, by the way. That place is tiny and cramped.
3: Skinny did not pistol Pete have a game in Alligator Alley. Didn't he go for a big number one time for LSU? I knew
7: a guy named Cliff Cox who played for Florida, maybe down in Daytona. Uh-huh. And he was on the Florida teams that played Maravich. He guarded Maravich. Okay. Said he held him to eighteen in the first half,
0: <laughs> and he went
7: for uh, thirty-eight in the second half.
0: That guy was a man. That's that's a guy. You want to talk about athletes ahead of their time?
7: I saw him twice in the flesh. I think he was a
0: Martian. I don't yeah, think he was yeah. human. It was. Yeah, yeah there was. There's some truth to that. All right, hang on. Kind of built uh,
3: like a mantis too. He scored forty-seven and sixty-eight. LSU ninety-three, ninety-two. Um, he set the Florida gym record for points and field goals that night. Uh, overcame Neil walks 34 points and 22 rebounds. I guess
0: ultimately was, didn't Chris Jackson beat that? Probably. No, oh, this is at
3: Alligator Alley. Oh, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I was not in look, Florida's yeah, an opponent. I was in the, just in the building. At, yeah, 1969. Uh, had a torn ligament in his right knee. Couldn't go to the left, so he just went to the right. He had 50.
7: <laughs> yeah, I think that was the night Cliff guarded him. In 19- he felt good at the half, and embarrassed him in, in the second half. In
3: 1970, he scored. So he scored 47.50, and then in 1970, he scored 52.
4: <laughs>
7: well, <laughs> you know, the, three the games at Alligator, game, Alligator Alley. I have my. He, go ahead, he and this the last game uh mm-hmm. that they played against each other. uh, Pete had
0: sixty four and Isle had fifty one. Oh <laughs> and, and Pete and Pete Maravich don't don't understand don't, that's without the three, well, by the way. Uh, thank, no you, thank you, skitty. <laughs> we're up against it. Don't understand the impact, don't misunderstand the impact that on southern basketball that Pete Maravich had too. You know, his yeah. daddy was very popular. You know, I grew up in Middle Tennessee. Daddy Press. You, yeah, you know, but basketball is my favorite sport. I always went to basketball camps. Mm-hmm. But a good friend of mine that went to our church, his father was the basketball coach at the community college, a very successful and won national championships. Mm-hmm. But the kid's name was Pete McBeat. Pete was literally named after Pete Maravich. Oh, I mean, yeah. The basketball coach father named his kid Pete because of, because of Pete Maravich. All right. Um, remember we gave you the math quiz yesterday? I got another. We update it with some different parameters. Maybe it'll be easier to conceptualize. Okay. Like maybe you would get forty-eight out of this, but from the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures yes. comes this riddle: uh-huh. The Jags used thirty draft picks on busts, then they use another one quarter of their picks on bust, and the remaining <laughs> one eighth on busts. How many total busts did they draft? Forty-eight. Every <laughs> forty-eight. This is the drill. It's a Plumbing Wednesday. Back on a Betro's Plumbing Wednesday, family. Plumbing, fifty years they've been in action, uh, doing it right, and they'll show up like family for you. Any job that you have, any situation moving forward, there you go. Now you got one thing off your to-do list. You know to call Beatrice Plumbing. Let's get a phone call real quick. Then we're going to continue along here on the Wednesday edition of the Drill. Uh, Glenn is up next. Hello, Glenn. On the fair Farrah Farrah phone line. Well, <clears throat>
2: oh, you shouldn't say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Good point. <laughs> so, you
0: know, let's do a
2: little homework, guys, before you embarrass me like that, okay? That's not embarrassing, yeah, Glenn. Yeah, we're we all friends we here.
0: Okay. The, oh, hey, we are. For the, uh, for the right price. No, I'm kidding.
2: Trivia. I yeah. got a trivia question. Sure. Oh, i ready. We're, I don't
0: know if you know this. We're really good at trivia. Yeah.
2: Okay. I named name the following basketball coach.
5: Okay.
2: He has a lifetime record. Of seventy four
0: percent victories, seventy four okay, percent
2: Ohio. Okay, seventy four percent. He's won. Okay, games. coached it. Xavier. Thad Mata. Ohio State.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah,
2: badmata.
0: Yeah, Thad and Mata. what
2: did he just do?
0: I don't know what I am in the it. Big East. He uh...
2: he had the worst loss. In the history of oh, is his it, is he Z- coaching career,
0: see where's he at? Did he just lose to Georgetown? Is that what happened? Is he Xavier now? Just
2: lost to Georgetown. Oh no! On
0: at home,
2: sixty-nine to sixty-two, and apparently they had to call uh, the authorities to get him from not killing himself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did Did Georgetown just beat Butler too? Have you won two in a row? Or is that? Am I thinking about no, that? No,
2: just uh, oh, not two. Are you kidding me? Two in a row? They're two and fifteen. In the Big East, and over the last two years, they're two and thirty-one. Or but have
0: something. have the two come in a row, or no? Didn't you just beat no. Butler, or no? No, oh,
2: no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. They had lost seven in a row. Is he going to keep his job?
0: Ewing's terrible, well, isn't he? Yeah, he's been terrible. Of
2: course he is. You know why? Why? Because because
4: John Thompson.
0: Yeah.
2: The, his son is running the program, Uh-oh. and apparently they're they're never going to get into this. I
3: don't know. That's this a tough one. It's,
0: it's amazing what I mean. What I mean, Georgetown was the was the was the stuff when we were. I see. mean, for a lot of for a lot of years, it's got to be hard to be a Georgetown fan and see him just give up on trying. Well, I can't even watch anymore,
2: yeah, and I don't that's blame the it. worst thing. But uh, that I mean, how do you like that? Seventy four percent career victories, and you lose at home to, mm-hmm. with without question, the worst basketball team I've ever seen and these guys can't shoot they don't play defense that's a problem they throw the ball away mm. and every time they have a lead this year at halftime they get blown out in the second half
3: in fairness so, there's um, no and glenn you got thanks for the call for there's there's a good point here I mean Patrick Ewing and I love him great Nick six years there one tournament lost in the first round all other five years nothing. 13 and 46 the last two years. I just wonder how overall. a guy like
0: Ewing, who was such a high-level competitor in college and pro, how could you do that, man? Like, how could you stand to do that? If you're Patrick Ewing, yeah. how could you stand to have such a terrible record and be so, I mean, you're a laughingstock as a coach. Laughingstock is terrible. And even when- Georgetown has a lot of it. I, although I will say this, does Georgetown have any street value left as a name? Uh. I bet it doesn't. That's that's the only thing that's different for like like as you like as you grow as a sports fan over the course of your life. Eight years ago, it's very ago, easy to remember something as being dominant from like ten years ago. It was yeah. Forty years ago, when eight George- years ago they made it to the Sweet Sixteen. Well, even Billy's year, they beat they beat Georgetown in like an eight. I mean, George they had Jeff Green. They've had good players. They oh, just yeah.
3: well, Big John was there then. Yeah. I mean,
0: no, he, no, not Big John wasn't there when Florida played him. in the nineties. Well no they just played them a joke him and those guys was like 07. Oh that team. Yeah. That team uh, played Jeff Green missed a Shot in the very end. they barely beat it. It was their yeah. toughest game one of their yeah, tournament years.
3: They went to the I think it was late 8, yeah. Yeah, 0607 they're in the final 4, but we didn't play them that year, did we? No, we played them the final next year. We beat them. I know one next of those year two years they lost in the second round to
0: us. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was later, but maybe I was just confusing. I do not remember them in the final 4 of the year that Florida won. Well, they lost NCAA tournament national semifinals. So, so, who, so I must have been to Ohio State. They were thirty and seven. Or UCLA. They must yeah. have lost UCLA, and then Florida beat UCLA. Yeah, but just uh, I have uh, we got mm. we got this is almost breaking news. What do you got? Um, and this is just hot off the presses, released wow, this morning, seven o two from uh, Jonathan Javoni. You know who that is? ESPN's basketball writer covers sure. preps in college and other stuff. He's sure. got his. 2024 NBA mock draft out. Why why would he put the 2024 out? Because there's a certain young man who's in it. And with a higher tabulation than anything we've seen to this point, he has Bronny James going number 10 overall in the first round. This will really test
3: LeBron's I want to play with my son because he has him going to the magic. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go, Magic. <laughs> not sure the King's Woo. coming to O Town. Oh, I think, I Le- I think
0: LeBron may have almost preferred he not be a top prospect and you could just pick him up as off the street and do it that way. Um, that seems a little overrated, but I'm not following the, you know, the 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 prep scene. Like he's a senior this year. Isn't he or he one more year? He must have one more year. Because uh Well, he's no he's in the McDonald's game this year. It's
1: gotta, this yeah, has gotta he's gotta be a, his last he's year. McDonald's all the way. He's going
0: to college for Wait, a year. No, he gotta sit out a year if he goes or not. He'd have to do oh. G League. No, I think the... You can't um, go right to the NBA. you got to sit that, out of here. Haven't they changed those rules? Or no. Have they All those cats are in the G League now. They yeah, no, scoot, yeah. you got to sit out or something. They've got to sit out of go, here. go
1: overseas. NBA
3: has loosened rules on scouting high, school, oh, scouting high school players in recent months, making this class more thoroughly scouted than previous classes. Will continue during the high school All-Star Game Summit.
0: Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, this is a big...
1: I mean, that's, that's well, it says here good. we
3: have 14 high school seniors currently projected as one-and-done prospects in 2024. Yeah.
0: One-and-done.
1: They go when for you're a in year. you college or something, one-and-done. You can go
3: for a year. That's or... what I said.
0: You can go to college for a year. Yeah, you can and do you that. you can leave. Yeah. You just can't, yeah. What is going or, on Or, but it there? doesn't have to be college. It can be G League. You just can't go right. out of high school. Or overseas. I would bet. Yeah, or overseas. I would think Bronny might even go G League. Yeah, he might. I don't know. I mean, the the, the schools he's considering. What I, kind of numbers is he posting this year? Although there's another kid in the top ten who's going to Oregon, and Oregon's one of his schools. You get both. The, I don't think. I'm not sure. Bronny moves is a, like going to be a dominant college player. I don't know. I, I. It's it's easy to be just a tad cynical that they're He's gotten a big boost from who his dad is. Oh,
1: For shit. sure, right. and he's Bronny not scoring like 30 points a no. night. No,
0: no. That's what high school superstars do, by the way. Yeah. Scout grade is 88th. They've got him as the 28th um, in the ESPN 100. What's he's his? only six three one eighty. is know. the problem. Do
3: we have any stats on him? Can we get some stats on what he's done in high school this yeah. year? Just out of curiosity. No, I hear you. And again, I don't know any of these people, so um, Matas Buzelis from the G League. The, big,
0: the, the next great NBA player is apparently in this draft. It's that kid from Wimbayana yeah, yeah. from, from France. They I
3: mean, also like the... Uh, Scooby or Scooter or what? what Scoot Henderson. Yeah. He's in the G League. Of Um, course, you told me G League guy Garza is scoring 30 a game. 30 and 10. So I
0: can't get too carried away by the G League numbers, I guess. Um, Well, I mean, I'm not asking you to. (laughs) Uh, God, why can't you get it? My man, Bronny, uh, is 66% from the free throw line. What in the world? That's not that's 6-3. You got to do better than that. 40% from the field, 32% from three, 65% free throw shooter. This is not an elite prospect. True shooting, 49-9. Numbers. Averages 15 points, yeah. four rebounds, three assists. Yeah, this is a media creation. This is a LeBron gene pool, um, you know, what's it called? It's
3: uh, pay-old. Nepotism. This is LeBron. How much do I got to pay you to put him in the top 10 of the – Yeah. Let's build
0: some <laughs> – nice. yeah.
3: He's no had, offense. Good no, for Brown Go we're get going. He's, for him. he's
0: had games this year where he scored eight points, where he scored five we'll points. That in high school. No, not yeah. if you're a top 10 pick in the draft. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Gavoni. What in the uh, world, dude? Watched, how do you put him in the top 10 of a mock draft? King. He's 6'3", 180, scoring 15 a well, game. Well, do you in,
1: talk about Prince James.
0: In fairness, <laughs> in
3: fairness, to get the king, you need the prince. That's right. So maybe <laughs> these teams are like,
0: all right. Oh, by the way,
1: they're going to do it, that. Yeah. yeah,
0: All yeah right. Okay, and that's great. And I pity the team that brings in forty-year-old LeBron to put in with overdrafted Bronny and win twenty-seven games. Well, thirty-eight-year-old LeBron's pretty good. Yeah. Bronny and Bra Bron- <laughs> Bronny and LeBron playing for a team that drafted in the top ten. I, it does not sound like a
1: winning formula. I'm going,
0: dude. <laughs> hey, hey. And by the way, 38 LeBron is pretty good. 38 LeBron can't make the playoffs with Anthony Davis. So let me know how it works to saddle up. Brawny to ride into the postseason. <laughs> what is the Bears in-game here with letting this Justin Fields stuff linger without making a statement to the support of your franchise quarterback? Are they trying to lure in like Grace. trade offers? Yeah. They can't seriously be considering moving on from Justin Fields after no. two pretty good productive years. As far as potential looking, I mean, he's, you know, this is another guy. Who are we talking about They never gave the dude a receiver? We were just talking about somebody the other day Tom Brady. It, well, not him. There's somebody current that they. Oh, uh, Lamar. The Lamar. They've just no. never given Lamar. Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones. Was... another one. Yeah. I, well, I mean, you say they never
3: give him receiver. They don't. But,
0: no, yeah. I think that matters. With Trevor, yeah, no. Yeah. All right. No, I think it matters. With ja- Look, the Jaguars had good receivers with Jimmy and Keenan. And they gave every quarterback from that point a disaster.
3: Mar is, uh, Justin is a
0: hell of a running back. He is, for sure. Playing quarterback. But you got to give him a chance to grow. And Absolutely. I, I, again, I just... Remember, I remember who he had at Ohio State, though, Jeffrey? Who? Remember who he had? Who? The receivers Alave, of him. Wilson, well, he was a, and he, Jigba. He threw 41 touchdowns, didn't uh? he? So, that's what I mean. Get him those guys on an NFL team. You may have more than a running back. May. I mean, Justin Fields went toe-to-toe statistically and stylistically with Trevor. He beat him. Yeah, I mean, they both were very—but I'm just saying they were. they both had very good throwing nights. I think Justin Fields is a better passer than this Bears nonsense well, he's with. Let's put it this way. He's a terrible organization. They're terrible. Let's put it this way. Sorry, Taylor, but your team is a mess. This man. is year three.
3: Yeah. The Trent Dilfer measurement stick. Comes into play. What is it, 50 game. What did he tell us? He said 35 to 45 okay. games. If he doesn't take off this year. And he needs to take off then yeah. Jeff. He needs to, I mean, his stats in year two, not good. Three and
0: 12. QBR are the same as Trevor, whatever that means. Exact same. QBR is not the rating well, thing. Well, it depends. It is a rating, but yeah. Yeah. So I'm just Rating saying, eighty-five point two, ten which points is still, behind. But it's still not terrible for a second-year guy. Yeah. Again, I, I, I would I would argue they have the worst receivers in the league. Moody, I, th- Moody, I think the bigger issue is the offensive line. But that's that hard. too. Okay, whatever. I'm yeah. just saying. But I more more importantly, why do the Bears let this linger in every talk cycle around America? Because they, I'm sure they've told him,
3: and they've got to create smoke screens to get trades. Again, if you're the Chicago Bears, you got a chance to make two trades, pick fourth, and get the and get the guy you still want. Mm-hmm. So you got to let them think whatever.
0: That's an odd thing going on with Georgia in that topic. I mean, Jalen Carter, it's like this part and parcel, same questions you would have with Trayvon Walker. I know. No sacks, no production them. numbers. I wouldn't take them. Same with Nolan Smith, another one they want. No sacks, no production they all, they numbers. All say, they all say the same thing, though. Hey, I'll give you another one. They cut this guy in every first round. I mean, he is built like a, a, a Greek god, but what did Darnell Washington ever do at Georgia?
3: I saw a good point about Darnell Washington, um, I haven't seen him in the first
0: round. Yes, he's in the, to this latest mock draft we just looked at yesterday. First round. That may be one. 28th I, overall.
3: I haven't seen him in any. Okay. Any, uh, well, this is the latest one I looked at. Yeah, Jalen Carter, six career sacks. Same thing as thought- Trayvon. No, I would say this, though. Uh, Darnell Washington gives us the closest look to what we thought LeBron James would be as a football player. I think they're the exact same size. Wow, that's interesting.
0: I think they're both six, six eight, two sixty five. Yeah,
3: look up look up Darnell Washington size
0: real quick. I just eat. Darnell, I just I mean, it, and wh- I bet wh- LeBron if you, is if, faster too. If you come from somewhere at, at a position uh-huh. where they're saying the best in all of college football plays your position at your school, how good are you? Six, seven,
1: 270.
0: Okay,
3: so LeBron is six eight two sixty. 6'8, yeah. That's about as close as yeah. you're gonna find, right? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of monster. But I that mean, Brett Pre- It would have been interesting.
0: It was very It'd, interesting, yeah. man. Brock Bowers is the tight end from Georgia you want. He's yeah. the stud. Darnell Washington looks like maybe like like Mercedes Lewis light.
3: I don't know, he can move, bro. Yeah,
0: but he didn't. He caught about he didn't catch any passes. He didn't I mean my bigger point is this It's not to beat up Darnell Washington. But Georgia, the NFL sees past the stats when it comes to Georgia. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But again, the the, the my only negative Darnell, reverberation. 28 catches this year. My, my only, yeah, that's well, two a game. I mean, they played 15 games. This guy 16, caught 16 yards a catch. Yeah, two a game. Yeah. Two catches a game. Um, and the other guy is a big-time weapon, right? Same position. Yeah. But now nah, he may go in top 10. But my, my, my only lingering negativity from, from the Jaguars' whole operation mm-hmm. was my GM telling me sack, my, was my, what was my GM saying that sacks don't matter? I mean, sacks matter a lot. They're one of the most important stats in football, if you ask me. And for my GM, because they drafted a guy that didn't get any, to tell me they don't matter or that they're overrated. They're not overrated. They're underrated. Mm -hmm. Tell me a stat that you would like that's better than sacks. Yeah. you Lows down and distance and bang up the quarterback. They are not underrated. They're not overrated at all. They are underrated. And so, you know, to kowtow to either, um, you know, misrepresentation of what your number one pick was to say the their stats are over sacks are overrated. My butt they are. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more right here on the drill. All
3: right, welcome back to the drill. Hump day Wednesday, 9:36. You're listening to 1010XL 92.5 FM. Just chilling with E and Pros here on the program. Ready to crank up another edition of New York City headlines here. In just a second, I've got some good ones I can't wait to spill out
0: for you. Filthy is what they are. They're just filthy. It's filthy material. I just don't know why we continue to... (laughs) Do it, E. Do it. Uh, These are actual headlines from today's New York City newspapers. If you wonder why the world is like it is, here you go.
3: Officials investigating mysterious sphere that washed up on the beach. What is that? See, a big, giant sphere.
1: Yeah. See Black people are walking away from that. We ain't worried about it. <laughs> what, think, what, what is that?
0: What do you think? Why, what do you think This white dude's going to go hop on that thing? Absolutely. Uh, oh,
1: I'm all. I'm curious. Prob- my it.
0: guess is it's some big bloated jellyfish. Walking dead, skin-rotting drug, Trank,
3: infiltrates big cities, zombifying bodies. Yeah, I
0: don't understand. No matter how Stay you... Stay off g- the Trank. Yeah, no matter what party <laughs> train you get on, when do you ever opt for the one that's, I don't know, going to make your skin fall off? Wheel of Fortune contestant stuns audience with answer fail. What? This it was it was unbelievable. There was like it was like it was fresh, fresh tropical, tropical fruit. fruit and the only thing missing was the s. <laughs> she went with g. She went for g. Freg tropical fruit. Honestly, if that's where I, I'd get if I'm Pat Sajak, I get fired that day. Right. Yeah, he did that last time he got yeah. killed, so I he was I get fired nice. that day. I, honestly, lady, I can't do this anymore.
3: Red missile dud Russian test of super weapons, super weapons Satan 2 failed as Biden
0: was in Ukraine. If you have a weapon Satan and you've two. named it Satan 2... Oh, like, no parts of that. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing here, man? Th- this, yeah, this armament and testing and stuff—are we headed toward the apocalypse, Dan? Hicken? It might be. All that for a bag of chips?
3: Man spends days in jail for eating five dollars worth of chips dropped by store thief.
1: Were they sun chips?
0: I, I, <laughs> I don't know. In <laughs> other news, you can take, can take, you can take the piece over to your buddy downtown. That's okay. I've that's never, okay.
3: I've never dove into a New York City headline, but this one I may have to when this is over. Here's what Liam Neeson really thinks about his iconic taken threat speech.
1: Good luck.
0: Oh, I saw Liam Neeson was. I, I I have a new appreciation for Liam Neeson. He went on that ridiculous show, The View. Uh huh. That cattle trap is the worst thing that's ever been on television in this country. Teachers, but, but, he, but he complained about it. How they, the questions they ask, and
3: they uh, it was good. Teachers' school suffers new threat after she
0: insists size Z breasts are real. No, is this the one? There's one. It's like a guy dressing up like a girl. Is that him? I Canadian mean, weirdo size Z. Hey,
1: just send me the link. No, you don't want that link, buddy.
0: <laughs> you can't unsee this freak of a man wearing these big plastic Z size boobs.
3: You Living don't need a not
0: that. <laughs> no one needs that in their life.
3: Living a lie,
0: activist has faked Arab and Latin racial identity as far back as 2004. And it's like, do people not think ultimately someone's going to check the birth certificate? I mean, this is not the first time that's happened. Changing tune, Meghan Harry labels South Park boring and
3: baseless after biting episode.
1: Yeah, good for them because the rest of them just laughed at you. Stay off my baby Megan, man. <laughs> <laughs> you no know, crazy, self.
3: Bad stuff. Cheek sheep sculpture nabbed from Snow Lodge in Aspen. Did you just... Bah, oh, that's yeah. the headline. Bad. <laughs>
0: that's the headline. I'm just reading did he, why did, did, it. It yes, has five yes, A's in it. Yesterday we had a goat that ended up like glass and broke. You know, what yep. was that? Was that a goat? Wasn't it or no? Or it, was, it, wasn't, yeah, it was a balloon. It was a balloon. They thought it was a balloon. It was actually a... Glass.
1: Something that was was $42,000. What do you got on the Taken? What do we got? We got got some
0: good stuff. Let me check Taken real quick here. What happened? What does he not like about it? It was an awesome speech. You know how many times people must. I bet every show that guy's on, they ask him to do it. Yeah. Right? Like Liam Before It took some
3: convincing for Liam Neeson to come around to his iconic speech from Taken. In the hit 08 film, the Irish actor's character vows to stop at nothing to save his daughter from a kidnapping in Paris as he confronts his daughter's snatcher over the phone. Sure. His monologue becomes one of the most quoted lines in recent movie history. But the actor was not initially on board. I certainly did sound scary, but I thought it was corny. It was cornball. I really did feel that. It's nice to be proven wrong. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Mm-hmm. Skills I've acquired over a very long time. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you.
1: you I and will I kill will kill you. you. Mm-hmm. Marco from Tripulia said, good, good luck. luck. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is that... Um... Liam Is Neeson. that as famous as, a, I mean, has that become, like, one of the most famous movie lines?
1: Like, you can't handle be. the truth.
0: Right? Uh, Isn't it? I mean, but that's a long one. I mean, there are probably plenty of people that will quote that whole little paragraph. I can't do, no, you know, uh, do, do exactly I don't know. I don't think a lot of people can really? quote that whole paragraph.
3: Tomorrow Sir, on The Drill, if you can quote that whole paragraph, E will that. give you a prize pack. I might. But I you can't read it. You got to call it in.
1: FaceTime me.
3: FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust y'all. All right. Uh, let's make the turn for home. You want to? Yes, sir. Next on a Hump Day edition of the Drill. Hello, Tony. Good morning. What's happening? Uh, not much. What do you got cooking on a Hump Day Wednesday on Jaguars Today? Uh, we got a few things cooking. In I the can... ten o'clock hour, we will be joined by James Littleman Stewart. Oh. Uh, to do a throwback uh, segment today with the Jags. I and love that. Little that. man has like lived in Jacksonville forever. Yeah. And, but he's, you know, he just appears every now and very rarely. Yeah. You don't see him much. No, no. You know? Like I, I always remember, like when I hear from him though. Yeah. A few years ago, five when touchdowns him, against the Eagles. I noticed him somewhere for the first time. Yeah. In a while. I was like, Oh, yeah. I guess he's still here yeah. uh, doing what he's doing. And our question of the day today, asking which current Jacksonville Jaguars most likely to have a breakout season. Okay. In 2023. A uh, little man also was a Gator bowl MVP. If I'm not mistaken in the game played in Gainesville. They had the Gator Bowl in Gainesville when they were doing the stadium. I Can I get impressed. the opponent
0: for Tennessee that day?
3: Uh, ooh. ooh. That's a good one. va I think. va yeah. But he was the MVP in that, and then he scored five touchdowns in one game against the Philadelphia Eagles. He did, I yeah. He was, was a good running back, good NFL running back. All right, well, have a great show. Thank you much. Mike and Tony are ready to crank it up here momentarily,
0: and uh, we'll be back mañana, Jeffrey. Yes, we will. It's been a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. We'll see you then.